0: Hey, welcome back to Point Blank. This is John Carcosa. We got a full house tonight coming to us from the East Coast for once. That some would call it the Least Coast. Who do we have there? Mo Youssef. Wow, okay. And joining us from his usual abode out in the hills of Clarendon outside Chicago. Todd Sullivan. Wow, that beard is impressive. Okay. Joining to us, joining us from his kitchen with that beautiful painting still watching me creepily over his shoulder it's mike Zapsick and creepily that's my wife for god's sakes (laughs) our special guest today with an epic wall we're going to be talking about right behind in there who do we have
1: the the one the only brian o'halloran what's up what's up up? and holding it all together gonna say ming chen gets no introduction No, no no holding it all
0: together the man with whom we could not do this ming chen what's up everybody what's up guys all right listen uh before we get to it usually uh before we get to the agenda we have to give props where they're due um and usually it's 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 most predicted something but we're going to just talk about a couple of serious things real quickly before we get to the crux of uh of our agenda tonight you know uh, our loyal viewers of which are at least double digits perhaps um Noticed, and a couple inquired during mail call if you were okay, Mo. They saw that you did have to step away during the end of the program last week. Uh, your shoes were filled, uh, whatever the opposite of admirably is, by, uh, by George Setti. Uh, but, Mo, why don't you just share a little bit of what happened, because obviously a lot of our fans, friends, viewers, and listeners have a lot of affection for you, and go ahead. Yeah, so um, uh, last September, my, my father suffered a uh, Major uh, hemorrhage, uh, brain hemorrhage, um, and he had been in the hospital for the last seven months or so. And uh, I've been flying back, uh, back and forth uh, quite a bit. And um, things turned uh, for the worse uh, that Wednesday night, and uh, he uh, he passed away. And so we uh, passed away last Thursday, and I uh, you know, had a funeral for him on Friday. So uh, you know, just wanted to raise a glass to him in, uh, in his remembrance. Yeah. Mr. You, the consummate cons- <laughs> gentleman, um, you know, you brought me into your house, Mel, you know, we must've been like, I, I must've been like 18 You or 19 or something back in college. And, uh, he didn't immediately throw me out, which was uh, a good sign. Um, and, uh, and always the gentleman, as I said, uh, he and I uh, had exchanged some private words on your wedding day back then, that, uh, that I've always carried with me. Uh, certainly, we're sorry. And I, as I said, for those that didn't know what had happened, maybe they saw it on your page. We were just overwhelmed with a ton of of condolence message for you and, uh, and love and support. And, uh, and frankly, a lot of people were excited to hear that when you put that post out, you know, like, Hey, the show must go on. I'll be there Wednesday. So, uh, so glad to have you here. Um, that said, we, uh, we are going to transition and get into our agenda. Um, we have a little bit of breaking news. I don't know if you call it breaking news, but, um, but the director, of uh, Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty four, as well as uh the director of the original Wonder Woman. Um I should I say the I shouldn't say the original, but the the film version that came out a couple of years ago. Uh Patty um Jenkins. She announced that uh, in addition to the forthcoming Wonder Woman 1984 delayed because of Corona quarantines, uh, but still coming out this year, that the Amazon spinoff movie is confirmed uh, and Robin Wright Penn will be in that. Uh, So uh, who knows what time period it'll be set in, uh, perhaps spanning multiple time periods. It's kind of a hedge when you're immortal that way. So... uh, So I don't know if anyone was a fan of that movie. I think we all probably were. It was very favorably received on a number of top 10 lists. Anybody, any comment on this
1: spinoff? That's awesome. More Amazon fights. Awesome. Come on, man. So, wait, where, where's, what's, what platform is it
2: going on? You said Amazon Prime? <laughs> no, he said the Amazon spinoff. Uh, oh, okay. For th- the Amazon. Oh, okay. Okay, I thought I was Although going on the Amazon. branding couldn't be more
3: perfect. I thought it was, wow,
4: Ming. I thought he said Amazon. I was like, oh, great, it's going to be on Amazon Prime. Like, what can't they do? And it's like, oh, like okay. yeah. I was like, wait, they should put that in the theater, which they are. Okay, thank you for I'm, clarifying. I'm sure they
0: will be. That's going to be a, a, a big money uh, opportunity, you know, probably it to Mascara. Perhaps, uh, and this is a whole speculation on my part, you know, maybe talk about the origin. How did they get there? How did they get exiled to that paradise Island? And, um, and maybe, you know, it ends with uh, maybe baby Diana being born or something. Great. I just wrote the movie. You guys keep that. That's free. Um, uh, no confirmation of who's going to be directing it. Patty Jenkins says she would love to, but she can't. Uh, no confirmation if she is committing to Wonder Woman 3, but that's what the speculation is on why she can't do the Amazon's spinoff. You know, I so saw another bit of breaking news today. and I don't know um, if any of you guys grew up reading the output of the usual gang of idiots, Mad Magazine but um but spy versus spy was always a favorite and uh, Antonio Prahias if you guys remember was uh, was the creator behind that and uh, they've announced after many stops and starts that the uh, the spy versus spy movie is um, is gonna be uh, is gonna be doing that now the director, Wait, wait. Is, is this that, live action?
1: or? It, it, it is live action,
0: and its director is Ross and Marshall Thurber. Now, who's this? He uh, he did a movie that I thought was hilarious. Um, well, two of them, actually. Two of the movies he thought I thought were really, really great. Underrated and probably underwatched Central Intelligence with The Rock and Kevin Hart, but, uh, but also one of the really, truly great frat pack movies of all time, Dodgeball, an underdog story. And, uh, and this guy did those two as well as Skyscraper. Less said about that one, the better. But uh, I was just going to
5: crack that uh, the Spy vs. Spy, who they who are they casting? The Rock and Kevin Hart? Not realizing well, well, it, uh, I mean, so it, it. It is, is, possible. Possible. It is possible. That could be breaking
0: news within the breaking news. So I don't know if they're going to take a comedic approach or not. Have you guys heard anything about this? Anyone looking forward to it?
2: I remember when they announced it back in, God, like the 90s, and it was supposed to be Jim Carrey and Jamie Foxx. Not wow bad, it, yeah jim carrey is the black spy and that's on it right the okay all right. so i was like okay yeah well then that i i all right um yeah so no i i'm surprised this isn't video tomorrow on amazon prime
1: I think it would be better lived out if it was animated than live action. Uh, because here was the other thing, too, is that there was never any dialogue. It was literally all visual gags, which was awesome. Uh, almost as the same was uh, Roadrunner versus Coyote. And Wally Coyote, yep. So um, I, to, to do the, these type of things where they take a somewhat beloved uh, animated kind of piece that really doesn't have a lot of dialogue and then try to make it real life, it's probably going to be like a Will Ferrell versus whoever. <laughs> mm. You know, um, I can see that happening unless they're going for more of a millennial audience, in which case then it's somebody I don't know against somebody who I don't even know even more.
0: And, and the thing is, if they, if that's what they're going for, then they'd be, ma- which I can see that happening, but they'd be matching it up with a property. I don't think any millennials or anything after them, whatever they're called, uh, uh, the gener- their Gen Z's, my kids, they don't even know what spy versus spy is. You know, I right. think we're the we're the last of the people probably that uh, that have an affection for
1: it or are even familiar with it. Per, per, personally, I think this would have been best. I mean, Mad TV had them when yeah. they had the Mad TV show shorts. I think this would have been better served if it was a uh, Cartoon Network, Adult Swim kind of, you know, half hour show on a Friday night at one a.m. while everybody is fully baked. <laughs> And doesn't need to hear dialogue. And it was like, oh, my God, totally saw this spy versus spy. You'll never believe it. The guy had a nuclear suitcase, right? He (laughs) stole it from the president. He goes over to China, right? And he says, give me all the PPE or I'm blowing this shit up. And it was weird because he didn't say any of that shit. You just saw that he got on a plane, flew to China, went to a factory that was making PPE with this bomb. And he kind of threatened with his finger and they gave him all the PPE he needed. Sorry, I'm trying to be topical.
0: Okay, and so it was the president watching
1: that. Got you. Yes. Okay. Sounds, uh, like a, sounds like a great plan. Let's do it. I want the football <laughs> brought to China.
4: I, uh, what if they mix the mediums like Roger Rabbit style? There you go. That. that. Wow, man. I could be okay. into that. I could be into that for sure.
0: Guys, we're just giving ideas away for free.
1: Now, this is totally a boardroom meeting at Fox
0: right now. Uh Hopefully, uh, Gio uh watching and, and wondering, are we giving this away to some mutant slug on his couch in California, like when he gave away uh, many of his valuable ideas? In any event, we're not going to do too much breaking news tonight because we've got a few things we have to get to. Uh,
5: I John, can I just hit one real quick because it's a topic we've covered a couple times over and you, you even just mentioned it a second ago regarding when the movie theaters are coming back, uh, the, the sort of... Ongoing battle, if you will, between yep. uh, the big theater chains and uh, and and the studios. There was a I saw a piece of breaking news today about AMC uh, theaters announcing that they are banning from the store uh, Universal Pictures because of John, or, I'm sorry, Muhammad's favorite movie this year so far, Trolls World Tour, yep. having been uh, released direct to uh, direct to on demand. Has cleared over a hundred million dollars, and AMC feels that is an affront. And they oh my gosh! It. So um, when you when you're looking to go see Minions, uh, The Rise of Gru, Sing Two, maybe more appropriate for this audience, Jurassic World, F9, all of those, you're gonna watch. Excuse me, you're gonna watch them from home. That is, you may be watching it all from home. So maybe none oh, of this, Well, no, uh,
1: it just AMC's not Right, right there. No, I mean, yeah. you, you can still go to Lowe's Fair or Regal or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, AMC is fans. the – yeah, I mean, that's, so. like saying, that's like saying you can't drive any GM cars. Like, well, there's Toyota <laughs> and Honda. <Monty laughs>
2: you know, I think that's a safe bet. You can't drive any GM cars.
0: What that's a weird, solid. weird take by AMC. Okay, we've j- they've literally just proven, Universal has, that the direct-to-home market is completely viable. I know what we'll do. We'll ban them and have them put
1: all their movies that way. That'll show them. Um, Just so you know, for your business model that you're touting, it takes a worldwide pandemic.
2: (laughs) Maybe that was the plan all along. Maybe Universal's the one
0: who's behind it.
2: I got
1: it. We will have a worldwide pandemic. That'll make an on-demand market blow the fuck up. And podcasting and streaming. Who's in?
2: I will have you know that hey, I am not the first one to drop the F-bomb this week. Oh, I'm sorry. Is this, is this a P-bomb? No, no, it's fine. Guy. Guy. I'm just pointing it out, Brian. You're more than welcome to do whatever the heck you want.
0: Right. Um, Damn. I, real quick, I want to talk about what we're drinking tonight. Uh, I'm going to start. And, Ming, I know you had this beer as well. You know, my good friends, uh, Mike and Will, over in the Highlands, they, they, they founded Twin Lights Brewing.
5: Oh, wow. Ming, look at that. that. We're a twin. Twin, twin Lights. I love
0: we're it. Twi- Look at that. So they founded Twin Lights Brewing about a year or so ago. They, they've been working to try to get open, uh, following a similar track. They don't have a site yet where they're ready to open the brewery proper, but they have got the contract brewing up and running. And just this weekend, that just passed, their first ever beer came off the line. That's this beer, the Twin Lights Lager. Uh, happy to report. It's not only a good beer, it's substantially different from our own Shrewsbury lager. We did a very dark amber Vienna lager, which, speak of the devil, There it is. Hollywood's Brian O'Halloran. Look at this. So ours is a very dark amber lager. They went with a light Pilsner type lager. So completely different. That's great. Um, I can tell you it's very enjoyable. I'm going to be having a lot of these this summer. So hats off to you guys, Mike and Will. And um, and thank you, by the way, for the whole little bit that, too so that's what i'm drinking todd how about you
5: uh i have got uh, a nice treat from uh my friends at tavor uh the app tavor i've talked about them many times i just got the notice today that my next crate has shipped so uh some goodies on the way but this you one ship a crate right over here too if you wish yeah, then, yeah let's see what else you can do about that and feel free in the comments uh, if anyone's interested i'm happy to share my uh my my invite code you get ten dollars free beer uh, T- Tavor, not yet a sponsor. We're working on it. So, this one is from uh, New Image Brewing. I was trying to sort out where that is. I don't see that actually listed on here. Uh, oh, here we go. Arvada, Colorado. So, new, new Image Brewing. This is called Dyad Blackberries and Cream. Ooh. And I don't know if you can see that there. It is a sour kombucha ale. So, um, read that from the from the label here what you hold in your hand is neither beer nor kombucha but something in between a blend of <laughs> ingredients processes and philosophies aimed to make the resulting product better than the sum of its parts complex acidity and nutty tea flavors of kombucha perfect complements to the delicate notes of grainy sweetness and pungent fruit flavors from our mixed culture making the resulting profile a beautiful marriage of the two so they label this a sour mixed culture ale they uh, were
1: our, totally they uh, were uh, totally high everything. when they made that oh, uh, <laughs> what's the yes. um, What's the smell
0: on that one, Todd? That's what I'm most curious about. Yeah, yeah. It's funky. Yeah, c- a, is yeah.
5: usually pretty pretty bitter, right? Right up there on the on the top of the cam, funky um, and farming. Yeah, that's yeah. That's, yeah. A good act yeah, that's what. It, that's what
2: a, that's on there? Is there like an an aerosol thing? On oh, the
0: that's cap? good. It also uh, kills the coronavirus. <laughs> <right there>. Beautiful.
2: <laughs>
5: Fantastic. No, it's uh, blackberries and and cream. They got some lactose infused in there, so it's it's smooth. It's uh, it is funky. It's a Oh,
1: power. that's not good for the lactose intolerant. <laughs> <That> drink, <laughs> drink this beer and get gassy at
5: both ends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> pulling you out. Kombucha like superpowers it. <laughs> My assumption on Mike and Mo's
0: part is uh we're gonna forego any alcoholic beverages tonight, but anything else? Spin
5: We love our Spin grip. Okay. Hey, is that strawberry? What are you go? No, oh. it's raspberry lime. Oh, Rasp- raspberry oh, obvious. Okay. okay. Shout out to Bill Cedar saying he's been there to this brewery, very good brewery. CJ Cullen, not so sure that beer sounds weird. <laughs> um, but I also do have to give a shout out, John. I don't know if you saw it. We got we uh, we are extending our uh, our listenership. We've got Gav McCormick. Greetings from Ireland. Good to have you, brother. I'm going to get Holy. a friend
0: of Brian relatives there. Uh, thanks, Brian, for doing it. Uh, CJ, I, said, I saw I was drinking cane earlier. Bill, of course, works over at Flounder Brewing right here in the state as well. Uh, and PJ saying, this is major breaking news right here that back to the movies drive-in, the concept discussed on this very program two weeks ago. uh, It will be opening, though. It could be opening soon. We're not sure exactly what he's trying to say. But certainly good news that the governor, Phil Murphy, uh, reversed his decision to keep parks closed earlier today, announcing parks and golf courses can be reopening safely. And so that's a big boon to PJ's uh, back to the drive-in movie. Nice. So uh, we're very excited.
1: and there's two, there's two uh, drive-in uh, drive theaters out in the Northeast PA area that are opening up. This One is this coming weekend, and then the following weekend, another one. Uh, there won't be any concessions, and there won't be any bathrooms. Uh, or if you do go in the bathroom, you have to wear a mask, they said. Uh, but drive-in movies are going to make a surge. Because you could be as all social distance you want in your own car. If You go in the bathroom, wear a mask. That's it. Adult diaper. <laughs> there's a lot of things that could happen from there. Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, Die with a with a giant boner. I mean, who knows what happened But uh all right, was it? Here's a segue. That was our that, that was our, our first round of beers. But we're here. We want to talk about our guests this week. And we're not just going to talk about this awesome wall behind him, Brian. I don't know if those are actually mounted comics or if they're poster versions. Poster versions. Uh, poster. Okay, all right. But that's a cool ass Frank background right there, uh, Brian. We want to thank you for coming on We know you started your own podcast The Ohalo Rant We certainly want to hear a lot more Wow look at these man Nice That's awesome We got the Ohalo Rant going uh, You just mentioned uh, the, the performance that you did I believe that was last Saturday or Sunday uh, Of course you're getting on to now The the, uh, the virtual uh, you know, distance convention circuit So tell us about what you've been up to What you're working on What we can look forward to from you
1: uh, So there's they're- I have two films that have been uh, put on hold for filming purposes, but there are a couple of films that have been making its uh, their theater and now streaming debut. Uh, one uh, that came out a couple of months ago called Right Before Your Eyes. Uh, it's about a guy struggling with alcoholism. His wife leaves him, takes their autistic son with him, and it's his struggle back to sobriety that was making the film festival circuit and now it's are really you be the autistic son or N- no no unfortunately i'm the good friend that actually gets him back to sobriety you know surprise surprise actually uh, and then another one that's making its rounds right now they'll be released soon called shooting heroin uh about a town in the in the midwest that's uh, sick of the opioid epidemic and drug dealers <laughs> and decide to gather around their own posse to hunt down
2: uh, dealers. shooting heroin okay wow. i like that I'm, I'm sensing a theme here brian
1: And then, of course, yes. And then, of course, there's Jay and Silent Bob Reboot, another addictive movie, if we're talking about addiction. (laughs) And then then a great movie, to be honest with you, directed by Jason Mewes himself, Madness Mm -hmm. and the Method, which is also on Amazon as well. So if you want to go at it.
0: That's on Amazon right now?
1: Yes. And then, uh, obviously, all the classics of Kevin Smith uh, that I'm a part of as well. So. Uh, that's what's going on. Plus, I have a... Uh, so, since it took a pandemic for me to finally release uh, the O'Hollorant podcast, um, uh, my first guest, even though I was I was her 37, she was my first guest, and that was Marilyn Gigliotti was my first oh, stream first right. class. Everyone so, loves Veronica, uh, of course. No. So, yes. Yeah, so, you can go to uh, YouTube or the Facebook page. Is The Facebook page is the O'Hollorant, the YouTube page. Uh, is also The O'Hallorant and you can see the episode there. I'm looking to book other guests uh, coming shortly. I will have Mike and Ming on shortly as well to just talk about podcasting in general and our time on The Comic Book Man. Um, but it was great uh, to finally get this. You know, I've been collecting... Uh, actual equipment and uh, interviews like podcast interviews I have about 13 of them banked from my times on the convention circuit with d- different celebrities so now is the time to oh okay so i'll release them as yeah i'll release them as classic cuts or <laughs> their, their timeliness yes <laughs> out of the vault so, <laughs> Wait a a like, what's coming out
2: up? on VHS
0: yes <laughs> Well, listen, that, that's great. Tell, tell us a little bit about it. I know we talked about potentially you may be coming on last week and you mentioned that you were engaged in rehearsals for a a performance, a live performance that was just taking place. So did that take place, and what was that? It did.
1: It did. Uh, So um, there's a play by Paul Rudnick called I Hate Hamlet, a very funny comedy about a TV actor who's asked to do Hamlet in Central Park for Shakespeare in the Park, and he's having his doubts. Uh, So um, a friend of mine, Ken Wiesinger, is a director friend who I've done quite a few shows with, um, said, hey, why don't we... um, do this as a reading, a live reading on you know Facebook, and we'll go through Zoom and stuff like that. So uh, we did two weeks of um, seven p.m. to about eight thirty to nine p.m. rehearsals. Oh wow! And the cat, there was six cast members, and uh, we had a we had a special permission with the, to, from the writer himself. We then uh, it, we then did it live on Facebook this past Sunday, and uh, we had um, two hundred and seventy five people watch it during the live right. broadcast and then we kept it up with the the, the agreement we had with the, with the goes, you could keep it on for 24 hours and so we kept it up on the we we started a new page on on facebook called home quarantine cabaret so if you want please join the home quarantine cabaret group rather Um, If you go to my page, you'll see the invite on my page because it's a closed group, so to speak. Uh, And then we'll be coming up with different type of uh, live entertainment to go up on the home quarantine cabaret. Uh, And this was our first attempt. So um, and it went really, really well. Uh, We got an incredible response. Matter of fact, Boots, who's one of the people who are watching from San Francisco, Mm -hmm. this this broadcast, uh, she watched it. She loved it as well. And uh, it was a lot of fun.
0: Well, listen, that's not really a little different uh, form of entertainment than many of our usual, you know, fans, friends, viewers and listeners are getting into. But, you know, when it comes to you, Brian, that's something that actually I'm not going to put words in your mouth. You're going to tell us all about it, that you've always had a passion for doing the theater as well. Right. So in addition to your film career and your TV appearances, uh, you've always uh, maintained a theater presence here in the Garden State, but elsewhere as well.
1: Yeah, uh, live theater is where I started. I mean, when I uh, auditioned for Kevin for the original Clerks, I'd been doing live theater in Monmouth County for about three years. Uh, First Avenue Playhouse, uh, Monmouth Players, uh, New Jersey Repertory Theater down in Long Branch, uh, Lawn Theater out of Monmouth University, and, and many others. Uh, so... Uh, live theater to me that that's the gym that's the gym for an actor that's where you're really seeing the results of your work you know making television shows and making films you can cut stop let's do it again but when you're on a live stage with an audience there's no stop let me do it again it's you need to know the story from beginning to end and you have to know that the the characters arc and stuff so i always get a rush out of that I, i i get it my fix lately has been doing Q&As at, live at Comic-Cons, but also doing some stand-up from time to time. Um, so uh, that's been my rush. I'm, I'm hoping to get back into doing some theater again. Uh, but once again, we're in a different time. We don't know when we come out of this, uh, where we will be with actual loud, you know, large crowds getting together. But that is my rush. If there's mediums, when I describe to different film classes and different uh, s- stories for different classes, I talk about how each medium is a different focus for different people. Film is the director's medium. They write it, they they direct for the most part. They choose the shots that they want to use. They frame up the shots. That's film. Television is the writer's medium. You get to take characters and write episode after episode after episode after episode. You know, while theater is the actor's medium because once you're up, that's it. There's nobody stopping you. You're wow. on your own. Uh, and voiceover stuff, I mean, that's the uh, ugly person's medium. No, I kid. <laughs>
0: uh, and that's uh, why we're here, folks. That's right. Uh, well, okay. speak, speaking of uh, theater, I mean, most who could forget your performance As Ben right. and Daniel Ovington A.K.A. BBDO In the, uh, in the hit St. John Stagers Production of How to Succeed in Business Without Really Trying Yours truly Playing okay. the role of antagonist Bud Frump A great <laughs> fun was had in the months of rehearsals And the week of performances um, A shame I, I think we ad-libbed every single line on the last night And I'm sure the director loved that And um, it, some would say It's a shame that no video footage exists others many others in fact would say that's a blessing Mm -hmm. um All right, Brian. So now let's talk about, you know, how we were able to get you on here. You know, we alluded to it. (laughs) Uh,
1: (laughs) My one cat just walked. Look out! She's like a meerkat. It's Oliver. A couple months
0: back, you know, we reached out to you uh, because, uh, you know, one of our sponsors here in the program, Ross Brewing. We were able to uh, have our launch party after many years of preparation. And we're able to go forward and finally start selling some beer. There it is. And look at this. Brian was able to come out and be one of our celebrity guest beer tenders. Uh, You're a big hit. I I know people really were aching to meet you, take pictures with you, and you were very kind and generous with your time to be able to do that. So we certainly appreciate that. Um, You know, one thing we spoke about then is when we do our physical grand opening of our facility right here in Monmouth County, which – was to have been around Memorial Day But uh, due to quarantine Construction hiatus Looks like we're getting pushed back even further But uh, but that said, we're still going to hold you to that We'd love to have you here uh, For the grand opening when that happens
1: Yeah, I wouldn't miss it, absolutely That was a great time uh, down there At, uh, what was it, Death? Uh, Death Ave, yep Yes, Death Avenue Brewing uh, Right near the uh, Madison Square Garden area Which mm-hmm. uh, yep. I'm always there for hockey games anyway So it was a, it was a no-brainer to find it Find it, uh, um, and they had really great flatbread pizzas and, and food there, and, and the staff there was very very cool. So uh, I thought it was an incredibly successful night, and um, I got to try six of your flavors of your of your beers, which was awesome. And, Thank you. Uh, I look forward, I look forward to, to, you the launch, the to your own you know brewery launch party. It's going to be huge. It's yeah,
0: <laughs> definitely going to be huge. We've got somebody here. It's a it's a first time uh, caller, a long time listener. And they've got the volume turned up, but uh, but that's that's fine uh move for don has just chimed in he uh he thinks your role of gil hicks was extremely underrated um all i can say to you lou thanks for tuning in by the way uh is stay tuned for our top three leader that's not the last mention of gil hicks tonight let me just put it that way Uh-oh. uh yes that's that's correct um all right, let's let's transition to our first little mini game of the night. Todd, I think you prepared a five word movie review for us.
5: Oh, oh, he's muted. Uh, there he is. Is. Sorry, I said uh, you. Uh, wow! Look at hanging. that, look Damn. at Brian. Yeah. yeah.
0: Wow. I would I would have picked you, but dude, if I were on the <laughs> game, that's a <okay. laughs>
1: Just just me describing that date? Come on, man. The Flader Mouse, the cheese house. You can't you can't you can't go wrong with that. Me and Jason Lee, it was a it was a much look, look at the look of oh, disgust he's giving you right there.
2: It's the mullet, man. Of course he's looking at him with disgust. Yeah, that but is, you know what? He, was still, that is a party out he back. was
0: still embracing him in his sorrow when it was all said and done. Um but Todd, go ahead, take us through the rules here. Uh Brian's never played before. Sure. And of course, we've got some new uh, fans, friends, viewers, and listeners on right now. So talk a little bit about what we're expected to do right now.
5: Yeah, you did a nice uh, <laughs> mangle of the title of this, which which Ming then put right up on the screen there. We've got five-word <laughs> reviews or five-word movies. So this is five-word movies. Uh, here's the deal. I will list off a list of five movies, and I'm going to give you for each of them a description in five words. The first of you to call out what movie it is gets a point. Okay? In the five, those five are all within a certain theme. Whoever can guess that theme gets three more points. You only get one shot at that, though. So, if you think you know it, we'll stop, give a guess, and uh, that's it. So, yeah, feel free to play along at home uh, in the comments if you want. Remember, though, you are all competing with one another. Subterfuge is allowed and encouraged, Mm. including Mm. in the comments. So, uh, we'll (laughs) see what happens there. All right, first up. Jaws. our first set of five. <laughs> John, John. That was one of them. Damn it! Uh, okay, epic night yields lost groom. Hangover. It is the hangover. Who hangover. Is that? That was that? Johnny, right? John. John is quick draw in this game. You guys got to be got to be fast. All right, here we go. Classic airborne disaster movie parody. Airplane. Bingo. Is airplane. Mike's on the board. Uh, male byproduct as hair gel. Uh, something about oh, Mary. Something about
1: Mary. Ah, Mary. Ah, ah.
5: Giving that one to Ming. Uh, number four. So we've got the hangover. Airplane, something about Mary. Number four. Bumbling cop foil's assassination plot. Naked, Naked gun. gun.
3: gun <laughs>
5: I like how you say it faster. After, after Mike's already said it, if I say it fast. If I finish my... before he finishes, does it count? That might count. I'm giving that one to Mike. I'm
0: usually finishing before other people are finishing.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, you're so selfish.
5: <laughs> wow. Uh, okay, the last, so we've got Hangover, Airplane, Something About Mary, Naked Gun, last one, Storybook Tale of True Love. Princess Bride. Princess Bride. bride. Johnny, that one's Whoa. all you. Any guesses? In, Hangover, Airplane, Something About Mary, The Naked Gun, and The Princess Bride.
0: All movies Mo has not seen.
3: <laughs> Ooh! <laughs>
5: I Went try- for the cheap lap and lost the three points. Try to go. I'm trying to keep them the mainstream movies for you, Mo. i got. I think some. he loses. Uh, I think. I think he loses
0: a point for just for just being me mean. Right, Brian's got That's, something. That is cold.
1: They all have a wedding involved. Ooh. There's a scene
5: in every Stop. movie that has a wedding or a bride. I'm, I'm willing to give some points for that if anyone can can, can dispute it that's not what I was going for. Well, all right. But I like your right. head plane didn't have a bride. I, I can't remember. There was someone,
1: I thought one of the passengers was going flying to her wedding or something. It had a picture there was a little green, a
0: honeymoon. But-
5: Little, there was no. That was airplane too with a little breather. Oh, some of the passengers. They were on their way to a wedding. They just didn't. It, it wasn't overt.
2: <laughs> it wasn't a plot point, and it, it wasn't it, mentioned, but it can be inferred. Okay, it was inferred. Yes, it, it was actually it was implied. You inferred it. I, they implied it.
1: It's a stretch.
2: <laughs> um, a hangover. Uh,
5: yeah, let's see. let's see if I can give you a clue. Uh a clue around so two of them
0: have the same director,
2: don't
5: they? The Zucker
2: Brothers. Zucker Hake Brothers are in there. Yeah. That was. I, that. I would think that,
0: yeah, but not all five of them. So then uh the hangover is uh
2: apatow right? No hangover no, was... no, I
0: thought it was just the guy that did the,
5: the uh the Joker. Uh um, yeah, Todd Phillips. Yeah. I'll give you I'll give you a clue, see who jumps on it first. So Andre the Giant. Oh, they all have Great. professional athletes in them Oh, he's got it Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah. OJ, nice. Mike Tyson. Tyson. Brett Favre Yeah, Brett M- Favre And the inimitable Mike Tyson, Mike Tyson. OJ Simpson
2: no.
1: OJ oh. Simpson. Yeah not, yeah, not Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, but OJ Simpson.
0: Right, Mo's uh, Mo's neighbor when he's out in Vegas is actually OJ. Uh, Mo, any truth to the rumor that OJ will be joining the Usuf family uh, fantasy football league this year? No, the uh, actually the invite is still out. So we're uh, we're just waiting for Uncle OJ to uh, get back to us. Okay, and
2: is he is he still looking for the real killer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's out there twice, three times a week at the golf course. Yeah. Good, good deal. All right. hey, I, I, go I just. a shifty lot.
1: I, I just would hate to be part of his fantasy football league for when he starts to make cuts. That's all I'm oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Brian <laughs> really? everybody. 1995, really? Too soon? Too soon? 1995? <laughs> no, no. no, it just smells like cheese. <laughs> oh, you're <laughs> killing me. All right.
4: Brian O'Halloran, <laughs> everybody. By right, the I'm way, uh,
1: speaking, speaking of O.J. and Killings Can and all I that other stuff, Kato <laughs> Palin is like a major spokesperson and like party guy for the Wizard World Comic Cons. It was the most- Really? I've ever been to. Yeah, he's like their main kind of like, you know, show guy. How do you land that? That's crazy. It's weird. I just, I, I, I just felt like throwing isotoner gloves at him all
3: Yeah.
5: <laughs> <over him> <laughs> All right, I'm scoring those points. I'm giving two, two to Mike for uh, getting that off the clues, and one to Brian for the wedding. I like that. Uh, next up, next five. Uh, unstoppable machine returns from future. Terminator. 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 Johnny. Terminator Two is oh, correct. Two
0: guys. he said oh, return. Okay. On, fair then. enough. Every
5: word matters. There's only five of them. Uh, okay. <laughs> so. All right. Next up, siblings. Hustle to save orphanage.
4: Sister act. Oh uh, blue's no blues brothers. brothers.
5: Ooh, that's Brian.
1: <laughs> oh come on, I was in there. I literally have a poster of it on the other side of this room. Nice. So.
2: <laughs> Mike's <laughs> playing the know, rest You like, just got
0: a of your, right. your
2: wife. That's why Brian gets the point. Uh, okay, yeah. Honey, why <laughs> couldn't you open up Blues Brother? I
5: will right, we'll <laughs> see if you guys get this off off this. This is uh this may be a a, a, a tough one for Brian. Groundbreaking first point-blank pick. I'll give you you a little bit more. David Mamet criminal heist thriller.
1: Glenn Gary Glenn Ross? Is it? um,
0: It's the heist, isn't it? I mean, he did heist, but that (laughs) wasn't anybody's point-blank
5: pick. Uh, I'll I'll give you one more. The briefcase is a MacGuffin. Ronan.
0: No, know, it's a- yeah, it's not it's not Mame, it's John oh, man they wrote it oh uh, okay well we were talking director but either way ronan is the answer
5: good job yeah. all right sorry if that was confusing but there you go johnny's right that's uh all right next up burt reynolds has a bootlegging uh, sorry i had an oh, order
1: right.
5: <laughs> burt reynolds as bootlegging rascal. Cannibal run. I'm sorry, no, I'm
0: man. Man. Who said it? That was
5: Mike. Good job, yeah. Mike. And I slowed it down on purpose. Slowed it down just to rub it in. Like, <laughs> fucking Coors beer. Who cares about it? Well, go ahead. And we mentioned this drug of choice a minute earlier. Chasing heroin smugglers in NYC.
1: The other guys. New Jack City. I like
0: Moe's guess. Sorry, Brian. <laughs>
5: Nineteen seventy ones. French Connection. The French Connection. Oh, there you go, Mikey. Oh, Mike. Killing got it, it, on it his today. <laughs> it's all right. Terminator Two, Blues Brothers, Ronin, Smokey and the Bandit, The French Connection. All movies uh, ep- that ep- famous car. Epic chase? car chases. Yes. Giving that one to. I, he, he started going through it. He added the word "epic," and I literally have "epic" written down on the page wow. right here. So I'm, I'm wow. giving that one wow. to Brian.
0: Wow! I'm petitioning for a, a, a point if this is tied at the end. <laughs> John wants <Luther laughs> a recount. I love it. It's fine. It's fine. That's all right. I'm sure he's known Brian 35 years. That's okay. Do all you right. have
1: lube? Do you have lube in the in the office farm? <laughs> <laughs> That
5: Ryan, so, with that right hat next hat, to the Blues Brothers poster has uh, leapt ahead of you John into second place so you may want to you may want to get back on board here alright uh, next up we've got next five Maniac entices children with candy oh, uh, what's his name the chocolate factory Moe has oh. got it. it is oh. whoa. Whoa. Hey, Moe. Moe's on the board. Willy Wonka.
2: Willy Wonka? Oh, all right. Yeah, Mani- Wonka.
1: Maniac?
2: Yeah, he was a maniac. I mean, come on. The guy's a maniac.
1: Yes. He's a murderous maniac. definitely he crazy. And that's he he, he like like,
2: burns scars away from being Freddy Krueger.
1: I, I would more title him Misunderstood. Misunderstood? <laughs> yeah, exce- eccentric <laughs> at best. Eccentric, yeah, yeah. Maniac, yeah. maniac is kind of hard.
0: If it was a six-word six movie, you could do misunderstood
2: maniac. Eccentric you could use
1: as a noun. See, He's that's like, like that's eccentric. like saying, you know, Epstein was a maniac before he hung himself.
2: <laughs> there was no proof that any of those people that, or the kids that he shoved down various holes survived. He turned, and he he turned them into candy!
1: Down. He turned They're up- dead. It was the
5: sweet version of Soylent Green. Come on. Number two. Androids dreaming of electric sheep. Blade Runner.
1: By the way, another poster that I have signed. Of on course. Of this wow. Uh, all
0: right. Number three. Uh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Signed sign by whom?
1: Uh, Sean Young, um, the gentleman who was part of uh, Tyrell. I forget his name uh and then oh, you got me uh, at sean young so yeah we'll yeah. Be, yeah
2: it also says brian i watch you sleep sean young
1: <laughs> I, have, I have many encounters with sean and she's actually as kooky as she is she's actually very cool to talk with
5: all right next up we've got uh sorry again for brian this refers a uh, previous episode uh one or two ago mo didn't see until 2020 Shawshank Redemption. Yes, Muhammad. Very funny. <laughs> <buddy. laughs> hey, he has his daily planner in front of him. I call foul. I had My, my, my second option on that one was when in jail, dig tunnel. Yeah,
0: that would have been helpful. That would have been better for everyone. Which, uh, go ahead and recap where we are in the movies.
5: All right, so we've got Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, Blade Runner, Shawshank Redemption.
0: Okay. Number is it uh, movies that are based on a book?
5: It is not. What's well, I mean,
0: uh Okay, all right. It more. Oh, well, yeah, if it doesn't apply to the last two, then I screwed myself. Okay. There you
5: go. All right, number four. This is maybe a tricky one. Uh, depressive punches self in face. Fight Club? Very good. Whoa. It is
0: Fight Club. What was that? You uh, said Fight very Club. fast. Fight Club. Oh, Fight Club. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. gotcha. I was
5: okay. going to give you a backup on that one. Spoiler alert, it's one guy. Um, So that's John on that oh, one, all correct. right. I all think right. John's right. I'm already correct. Okay, Johnny's got that one. And next up, number five, Slacker stumbles through criminal hijinks. Ooh. I was gonna maybe true, tweak it to true true love. Slacker stumbles through nihilist hijinks. Big Lebowski. It is Big Lebowski. Oh
0: yeah! Oh, all right. Well, it's over.
5: <laughs> Sorry, yeah, I that. so uh, this is a tricky one, but Willy Wonka, Blade Runner, Shawshank Redemption, Fight Club, Big Lebowski. I'll give you a hint. Person that. Uh, it's, it is not about the uh, content or or actors or anything else in these in these movies. More about their performance.
1: Uh, movie movies better seen when high. <laughs> I can't argue that.
0: Movies where someone peed on a rug.
1: <laughs> yeah, I can tell Grandpa Joe did. Uh, movies that really were all just a dream.
5: <laughs> yeah, movies about uh, development. This is box office related.
1: Impossible buildings blowing up and elevators shooting <laughs> through a screen.
5: Bo- box office. Box office related.
0: I didn't know we give hints, but it's
5: okay. <laughs> John, you want to come back in on this one? Um, yeah, I, I have no guess. These were all flops that became cult hits. They all bombed in the theater.
1: Oh. Oh, wow! All right, okay. I, well, you know why? Because none of us are fucking producers <laughs> who <laughs> care about the money. All I mean, right, I did, a, go- I, did a, I did an epic film for free.
5: Okay. <laughs> do we want to go one more, John? Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Man. Do we want a points summary or just go keep going blind? See where we end up. I'm blind, All right. I'll, I'll also acquiesce to the group's decision. Yes, let's do it. N- number one 80s NYC racial tensions erupt. Do the right thing? Do the right thing is correct.
4: Wow. Nice. He got
1: game. I'm a, surprised uh, no one has asked. How come I don't got any pictures of any brothers on the wall? Actually. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, actually, I I actually do. Yeah, it's Luke Cage right behind. Oh, you. Is yeah, that Hooper someone, X? Where yeah, someone someone saw Luke Cage. There he is. Up. Luke Cage. Sweet. Black and, and, Panther. And, and then oh, Black Panther, Fantastic Four, the first appearance of Black Panther. And then I did oh, I I, uh, I bid on a um where is it? There it is. I bid on a drink and draw uh, picture of Black Panther as well, which I oh, which I, I won. Did and who
2: drew? He he not getting to. Uh, Combat trivia again tonight because of our virtual tour. Mike of,
1: uh, of is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, stop it! We don't do the are. right thing. It was a joke. off a of do the right thing, brother.
2: I'm, I like it. I am the least racist person because of this painting. Right,
5: because of your Native American <laughs> wife.
2: Yes, we all Native, Native American. Someone
5: in, the, uh, someone in the comments wants to know who's winning, so I won't give scores to yes. see how close. But you've got Mike in the lead john and brian tied for second ming in third and mo right behind them within, within shooting distance mo.
0: mo mo is gonna guess for the next movie mo better blues go ahead go. <laughs> so
5: do, do we figure out what the through line was not this point we've only had one so far do the right thing number two quintessential rom-com rom-com is one word okay or pedophiles autobiography oh my god uh, there's
2: a lot cooking in that in those five words holy crap <laughs> anyone that that just
5: like sprang to mind you're on a watch list um what is three men and a baby quintessential rom-com or pedophiles autobiography i didn't write down the year on this one this is it is old i'm sorry mo
0: Moe's a Gen Z.
5: Nineteen. Well, oh yeah, Mo Nineteen seventy-seven. Not a chance. Nineteen
0: seventy-seven. Uh, say, say it again. Say it again.
5: Quintessential rom-com or pedophile's autobiography? Question mark. Hmm. So
0: it's not Taxi Driver then.
5: Not Taxi Driver. It is Annie Hall. Ah Danny Hall. Oh, Not playing crowd. Wow. The
1: plot line has nothing to do with pedophiles. <laughs>
0: the,
1: the director, maybe, allegedly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ming um Jay Rose Caiton saying, Come on, Bo, you can do better. Yeah,
5: I know. I know. It's stiff competition here. All right, Mo. This one is right up uh right up your alley. Uh, I'm going even deeper. I'm gonna give you the year in advance. This is from nineteen eighty three. Jewish girl poses as man. Yentl? Yentl. No. Yentl is correct. Oh, John, nice. I was going with Tootsie. <laughs> All, All right. right.
0: All right. That, actually, that's pretty good, Mo.
2: If that it wasn't
5: enough for you, I'm going even deeper, Mo. I think that was Media Titan loves his sled. Citizen uh, Kane? Citizen Kane. <sighs> Citizen Kane is correct. Sorry, Mike. I haven't seen it. <laughs> the lead is in question.
0: You got to be fast.
5: I and it, know. There's zero chance Mo gets this. I don't know if anyone else. This is from. I'll give you in, in 1981. <laughs> American journalist turns Russian revolutionary. Reds. Reds is correct. Wow. John on a streak. Sweep and man. It put everyone away with the theme of do the right thing. Annie Hall, Yentl, Citizen Kane, and Reds. Directors are all in the movie. They all have uh seems to be the all, case. Give me one more. And none of them are m writer Director writer, and writer director and, and uh, producer. That's right. No, no, writer, director, and star and for actor. all those movies. Actor. and for Warren Beatty, Orson Wells, and and uh Woody Mickey Allen, they were all nominated for all three. In the in the good, stuff. good stuff, Mike. So that one, job, that one, put uh, put Johnny well and truly. Ahead. Oh, wait, hold on. No, oh, Mike. I, I forgot I the bonus. Did. Yeah. Let me add. Where Where are we with uh, Mike? Ooh, this is this is might come down to the tiebreaker. Uh, Mike has. Ooh, John, I'm sorry to tell you. That's All right, I, my math that puts Mike ahead by one point. Mark wins it by one point with yeah. nine. Johnny with eight. Whoa, close, has, John. You're uh, fast,
2: man. I'm Brian telling you, right behind no, you guys. That's the problem,
5: according to the lovely Suzanne, you make me sweat. <laughs> that was close. I think you <laughs> guys are one cut back now, here, we'll <laughs> Brian, or, uh, Mike took it last week or last time we played. Johnny got or other way around. Johnny took it. Mike got this one. I think, there you go. Congrats, right. my friends. Good stuff, guys. I've Good stuff. movies.
0: Um, before we move into our next segment, real quick, because I'm on my next beer, and I don't know if anyone else is. But <laughs> I need first, to. I need to. <laughs> could be why I'm a little slow on the trigger here. Hold uh, on, let me but, go grab one while you talk. Okay, go go for it. <laughs> because I'll also pull up our agenda to see uh, how far we behind we are on time. Uh, Mike, uh, you told me you did cancel. That like 10 p.m. something or other that you had coming up or Mingster.
4: We are all good. Yes, we are clear, we my on? friends. We on for Friday then? That uh, possibly next week. We'll we'll figure okay, it out. Okay. Good enough.
0: All right. So um, our next segment that we're going to do is going to be older or younger, older or younger. <laughs> but uh, before we I'm get grab of the drink. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Go for it, man. All right. we, got, we got Brian. He just popped out. We got Todd, who's uh, going over to the basement there. Um, we've got uh, Mo, who's uh, picking up some special vitamin water. But um, but before we get to older, I just want to tell you a little bit about the, our next round of drinks here. Um, this is Bozo beer. Bozo beer is from Evil Twin. And I don't know how much you guys know about, uh, the inside story, craft brewing. Um, these, uh, these Scandinavian twins, uh, Mikkel M I K K E L and Yeppe J Mox. They, uh, <laughs> they, they came over here. So first Michael came first and he started Mikeller, and, um, They've got spots all over the country now, breweries all over. They've got it in San Diego. I was at that one a couple of years ago. They've got one in uh, Shea Stadium. I'm sorry, uh, uh, City Field. Uh, and so Mickler is coast to coast, and, and they're doing just these amazing beers here. But then his twin brother, Yeppe J-E-P-P-E, um, literally addressed in an interview once by his brother uh, as the evil twin, and he adopted that persona. He now is evil twin brewing. And uh, and so they're out in in uh, in Queens, and this is Bozo beer, and it's an imperial stout. But I, here's what I want to tell you: it's it's an imperial stout that's coming in at seventeen point two percent. Whoa, is that still oh. is that still beer? Uh, I mean, it's it's borderline. You know, it's not beer anymore. Soon, it's that's hand, an hand, sanitizer. hand sanitizer. It's, it's like <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a, a port. I, it is amazing the flavors coming off of this the notes uh dark rich um uh you're getting uh some smoke and um very 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 good uh i am going to blame the 17.2 percent on why i couldn't uh get in faster on some of those but uh but we'll move on over to todd what are you drinking my friend it does help me from goose island one of the vintage uh bourbon County
5: stout uh, I am not. I've got it in a tasteful glass here. Right I like here, that glass. Right I do like that glass. Uh, shout out to Steve Fish Fischetti. He sent this over to me. I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, for, uh, those, for those loyal, loyal fans, friends, viewers, and listeners, Steve Fischetti couldn't make it tonight. Go ahead. Uh, this is another treat from Tavor, uh from a, a recent box. This is from 50 West Brewing in Cincinnati, I believe. It is called Remus's Revenge. Ooh. Remus's Revenge 10 and 2. This is a barley wine. Oh, nice. That has been cellar aged in bourbon barrels. Ooh. So uh, I'll give you a little, a little bit of the description on here. We got caramel, vanilla, shot of bourbon, a well balanced sweetness that melts perfectly <laughs> with boozy barrel aging. This is, uh, it, it's got a real strong kind of toffee flavor to it. Um, and it's, it's potent. This is uh, 12 and a half. So I'm, I'm not up there with you yet, John, but uh, nipping at the heels. It's, uh, it's quite tasty. I like go.
0: my bourbon. All right, and Brian, I saw you had a very tasteful beer there.
5: Mm-hmm. there so Brian's drinking oh, a
0: like the one and only Navasig IPA. There's nothing we won't
1: do as far as shameless plugs go. Uh,
0: <laughs> Brian
1: drinking a Well, 70- when, you, when you ship it to my house, it can't help. I it appreciate you it. it. And look oh. at it. I'm pra- I'm practically a staff. Yeah, he's got oh, yeah, to uh, oh, uh, uh, get got this guy some here. Seven point eight
0: percent double IPA, brewed with eight varieties of hops, then double dry hopped, then fermented with ruby red grapefruit. That's Navasig IPA, everybody.
1: Dude, Ming- it, it, the letter. The layers you have in this is so good. It's like it starts one way, it hits in your mouth as you have it in your mouth, and as you swallow, it's another way different. Altogether, uh, I enjoy everything that you've put out. And, and that one has... That's what Veronica said. Yeah, exactly. And that, <laughs> that one has so many layers to it that I enjoy. Well,
0: I appreciate that, uh Brian. Thank you very much for saying that we um we don't really do any simple beers at the moment. all of our beers have a lot of ingredients and a lot of flavors um that one you know we've made that our flagship. we really, really love it, but that said, there's always gonna be people, especially beer you know even beer drinkers who aren't into heavily hopped you know potentially bitter beers. We use the the grapefruit the ruby red grapefruits in the fermentation. we thought it brought out a lot of those sort of uh Citrus notes of the hops, anyway, but uh, but we do appreciate you drinking it. Ming, have you moved on to a second beer? Or are you still uh, no,
4: I'm still front? on that. That was a big tall boy. I drink slow, wow. so uh, <laughs> it is guy. very good.
0: I'm savoring every drop. Wow! Uh, look, let's look at the fans here. We see uh, Chris Christian Cortez. What's up, brother? Uh, he's here. Uh, we see uh, Nick Franco is drinking something from Hackensack Brewing Company. That's awesome. Uh, And Lou uh, went right right to the joke I was going to make about the verboten film, Song of the South. He thinks Todd is drinking an Uncle Remus beer. But but let's move on to our next segment, and it's a segment that we like to call Older or Younger. Older or Younger. And here's how it works, folks. If you haven't played before, if you've never seen this segment before, uh, there's something you may not know. One... 365th of the world's population has a birthday every day. So that makes seven 365ths that have a birthday this week. And we're going to key on some celebrities that uh, uh, that have birthdays this week. And we're going to challenge our panel here of Ming, Mike, Motod, and Brian to say if the birthday in question is older or younger than the specific age. So we're going to start with America's... Late night talk show host emeritus, and uh, not Johnny Carson, but his successor Jay Leno. Jay Leno does. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're gonna. We're also gonna give a twist on this. All right, is his age greater or younger than how many cars he has in his garage? But here's what I'm gonna say.
5: <laughs> Definitely younger.
0: Here's what I'm gonna say. Jay Leno, older or younger than 67? No googling, Mo. Older. Yahoo. <laughs> All right, no Yahooing. Either. <laughs> you right. cannot use Ask Jeeves. I'm sorry. All right, I've got uh, I've got if Brian you got older, air, older, older or younger than
4: 67, folks. I uh, he's def I believe he's definitely older as well. Okay, Ming at
5: older. He could be 80, so I say older. So <laughs> I'm going <laughs> younger. Screw it. I'm going younger. Uh,
1: but I'm I still have on. a young voice. Uh, you know, I still drive like a young man. I have a young voice. I'm on the road all the time. And, you know, I'm on the road over 235 days a year. But I love my wife. That's don't, don't pretty go. good. I love, my, I love my wife. My wife is awesome. Mike, you're the last
0: to vote. Before you do, don't look at the comments. Half the people are saying younger. Half are saying older. There's no help there.
2: All right. I'm with Todd. Younger. Younger. Okay. Mikey
5: white, drinking, kind of mikey, white mikey white says he's drinking some root beer over here boys heavy notes of root beer and very root beer-esque after the tape
0: so. <laughs> all right so we said jay leno older or younger than 67 mink said older mike said younger most said older todd said younger brian said older and it looks like majority rules jay leno turned 69
1: 69 favorite number. <laughs> oh, six and I, I'm in Vegas a lot I see a lot of 69s okay. <laughs> we're gonna move over
0: to the fairer sex and she's very fair indeed okay and i'm talking about Penelope Cruz mm-hmm. okay Hold so on. Lovely. Just,
1: just give us a second to just go mm. there we go
0: yeah that was worth it uh Older or younger than 46 this week? Her birthday was yesterday. Older or younger than 46? I'll jump off the ledge first. I'll say she's older. She looks great for her age.
5: I had her at 48. I'm going to go older.
1: Yeah, I'll go older. Isn't. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go just slightly younger. Oh, okay. I'm also going to go younger. I'm um,
2: sorry, Todd. We're splitting on this and, one. And
1: I'm
4: going older. I'm How going older.
0: Okay. That's Penelope Cruz, like older or younger than 46. Mink said older, Mike said younger. Mo said older, Brian said younger. Todd said older. Majority does not rule. Penelope Cruz turned 45. Oh. Well, oh, yeah, Todd, I also had to mix it up this week because I realized last week you figured out my pattern of getting harder, uh, getting more difficult, because she obviously <laughs> does make me harder. But uh, what I'm saying is getting more challenging as we go on into the game, getting
5: closer to their age. So we I have also, to. Yeah, make- I, I also figured that out when you told me that you did that
0: okay that's a good <laughs> way to it out. That's right, sure. okay um jerry seinfeld right? he me. Talked about jay Leno. now we're gonna
1: what's talk- up with this coronavirus
0: <laughs> jerry seinfeld some would say he's famous for a stand-up others for his you know unbelievable sitcom of the 90s i prefer to think of him as famous for uh Not only uh, uh, stealing his wife, Jessica Scar, from her husband, but from dating the teenager, Shoshana Austin, right? So uh, she was very pretty, too. But uh, we're going to go with Jerry Seinfeld, older or younger than 63. 63. Older
1: or younger than 63. (laughs) That's kind of weird because... Am I listening to B-movie right now? That's what they feel. feeling. Like. We're never I, getting
2: to combat trivia.
1: I look uh, 63, but I feel like I'm 49.
2: He's exactly 63. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We'll leave that to an option, Mo. I don't know. I like, I like, your,
5: I like where you're going with
2: this, but... i see, see where he's laying. I mean, he's older. He turns he's older. He's
5: older, today, so it's got to be one or the other.
2: All he's right. older.
5: <laughs>
0: All right, so Mo is the first one on the board. Mo's saying Jerry's older than 63. I'm going to go younger.
4: Younger Name than
0: 63. Younger. I, 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 will, I will go older. Older. So two votes for older, one for younger. Mike. <laughs> I did. Is, <laughs> is that a Is that a... Is that oh, a Mike,
2: you said. I'm sorry,
5: Mike. You said. Oh, I said older. Oh, we didn't uh, hear Mike. Okay. I didn't hear that either. Sorry, man. Sorry, uh, guys. Mildly inside. And so I, I saw uh, Seinfeld when he played uh, Chicago in his recent concert, and in, very early in the show, he stated his age, which I don't remember. But I remember sitting next to my wife, both of us shocked at how old he actually was. He had incredible energy. He killed that night. He was fantastic. I something tells me it was in. It was almost up into seventy. So I'm going to go older. Okay, it wasn't when you saw him he was at that. Definitely show, not seventy. It he, wasn't. It wasn't seventy, but he was older than I thought. So I'm going to go older. Well, when you, know, you saw David. him at that show, he
0: was 64 years old because yesterday he turned 65. He oh, can wow. start collecting his social security. Wow, and that means everybody gets a point except the Mingster on that one. Okay. <laughs>
1: But I look like I'm 45. That's the thing. I can't really collect my check because I look so good.
0: And I have so many cars. We're going to talk about a woman who many remember as oh boy. Catherine, Catherine, Catherine Jane. Okay. Uh, we've got uh, Catherine Jane. Some might remember her as Mrs. Columbo, Solving mysteries all on her own. This is Kate Mulgrew. Kate Mulgrew. What other starship captain had as much disgust about their hairstyle as their decision-making? So Kate Mulgrew, older or younger than 66? Mm. I'm first down. I'm going older.
1: Older, I agree.
0: I'll go
2: older as well. (laughs) People forget she was in Throw Mama from the Train.
5: As the, the, the mama? She of the of
2: like 80 at the time. She no, she, she was uh, Billy Chris's ex, ex-wife. No. As mama. <laughs> she was the train, Todd. <laughs> the train. I'm going Stu, older.
0: Stu Greenberg weighs in. 103. 103. So he's going to... I may have set this number at the right number. Right. Nick,
5: Nick Franco, comedians in cars getting social security. That's, That's hilarious. That's a good one. I That's like good.
0: that, Nick. I need both we'll and Todd. Older Well he's older okay. And according to
5: Google She's older
0: <laughs> I'm, kidding, I'm
3: kidding. The demand-
5: Alexa How old is H. Mulhouse? What was her name?
0: It's very rare That all five of our panelists Go the same direction And Usually it's a sign That I haven't chosen A good target age In this case, it is a sign that I chose a good one because she's actually only 64, and all five of you scallywags got the ball. So, screw you. Okay.
2: Screw Stuart Greenberg for the 114. Yeah. All right.
5: Boots Miller had it.
0: This guy's always on my mind, and I think he shares a kinship of a sort with uh, some fellows we're going to be talking about later. (laughs) Uh, But I'm I'm talking about (laughs) William. Okay, the Grandmaster himself. His birthday is today. Older or younger than eighty-eight?
5: Willie Lomax. Who was that? Willie. N- yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, Willie Lomax. You know. On the Willie Loman. I don't know if you saw that one. <laughs> Willie Nelson. Todd. Older or younger than eighty-eight? Younger. Eight. You, younger says Mo. Okay. Uh, younger. Got older. I I I gotta go younger.
5: You might use 88. It's got to be younger than
1: 88. I've
0: I, I, I <laughs> got no. Ming you at younger, Mo at younger, Mike at older,
5: girl.
0: and Todd I'm waiting on. I'd love to. I said younger. I said younger. Younger. Uh, all right. You got four youngers there and one older. Now, in Highlander, the phrase was there can be only one. Oh, um, And in this wow. case, there could be only four Because four of you got it right Willie actually is turning 86 uh, so, Michael, my good friend, I am sorry It's alright He looks
2: nine. Actually, can I say he looks 90? Yeah, yeah don't count, right. but you can say it He's dehydrated. Uh, yeah, I, I won't get He's, a point for it, but I can say it
1: Like any meat, when you smoke it so much It's going to dry up <laughs> Alright, now this
0: next candidate I'm sorry. This next this next um, um, target was actually a candidate for a different game that we play, and we're waiting to play that game till Geo Senti comes back. And that game is Dead or Alive. Uh, but I moved him out of Dead or Alive onto Older or Younger when I realized his birthday was this week. When you realized he was alive. <laughs> oh, I I young. Bert Young. Bert oh,
3: Young.
0: Burt Young, listen, he's played a mob boss in more movies than I could count. But of course, he's best known, Mo? Sure, as Paulie from the Rocky movies. Okay. <laughs> uh,
5: I have in my in my, in my pending list on our, on our games, For Dead or Alive, I have only one standing item for when George returns. It's the cast of Rocky. And okay. Through all of them. We're still going to do it, because I'm sure he's no, not. We can do that. We can that. that. And if he was, we'll he'll forget.
0: forget. Of course he's alive. Bert Young, about older it. or younger. Older or older. younger than 81. Bert Young. Older.
5: Older. Oh, it's got to be older,
0: right? I hope so. I'd say, I say older. Mm, call your bluff. i us say he's younger. Okay, nobody's bluffing, but that's cool, All right. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, Mike, you're up. Oh, I'm older. I called older. You're ignoring me. I'm sorry, Mike, I'm so sorry. All right, so recapping. Ming older, Mike older, Mo younger, Todd older, Brian older. I'll put it this way this guy's fucked up. He looks older than he is. He's actually only turning 79. So wow. for the first time in point by history, the only person to get it right <laughs>
5: is Mo. And CJ Cullen confirming he is still alive. That's it. But also, also,
1: breaking news Burt Young still alive. (laughs) But also, if you were to cast a modern day version of how he was in Rocky, come on, Mo looks more.
0: Oh, yeah.
2: Wow. Come on. Yeah, (laughs) there. How do you feel about the (laughs) porch? Bye, Mo. Hey,
1: listen, Mo's lost like 10 pounds just in the last three weeks. So that's good. Don't lose any more if you want to stay looking like Burt Young. (laughs) (laughs)
0: all right this is a very important one very important okay because there was a time when people mistaked mo for this guy and it wasn't burt young it was dwayne the rock johnson Somebody's a lot up. of Somebody who's gotten a lot of mentions on this program
1: how, uh, drunk w- how drunk was the girl Who thought he looked like the fucking rock Come on <laughs> He's a handsome Look wow. you're, a han- you're a handsome man My friend <laughs> There ain't no way I'm confusing you with the rock Well listen it wasn't even a
0: drunk girl It was a drunk guy but that's a story for a different episode uh, We're gonna We're gonna say is the rock The star of the upcoming Black Adam movie, older or younger? In Spy versus Spy. Then forty-eight.
5: I'm going to say younger. Okay, uh, Mike's first in the board with a younger. 48. I got younger as well. Yeah, uh, I'm yeah, going I mean, younger. Yeah. Adam early. Gotta 40. go younger.
0: Yeah, he's younger. Okay, listen, hold on. We, we got we got younger, younger, younger.
5: I think I just heard four younger. Mo, you want to go? You want to go two for two, Mo? He is in the same class as Warren Sapp because they both played at the
0: U <laughs> the same year. <laughs> okay. That's how old that, that's that that's it down. It's yeah, that's narrowing it down. Warren, no, but but Warren's two years older than us, and that would make him forty-eight. Well, that's the older or younger target, forty-eight. So I'll go. I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> are you, are you <laughs> saying it's,
5: it's a push? He's older? <laughs> older. wants well, he to old. know if he can look he's up bad. Warren Sapp on Google. Is that okay? <laughs> that's not cheating well here's what I did actually
0: I, I downloaded uh, Always On My Mind by uh, Willie Nelson oh. just by uh, Brian it uh, inspired me to download it thank you wow okay very good alright recapping Rock older or younger than 48 Ming younger Mike younger Todd younger Brian younger Mo says older but Mo had the benefit of knowing about the Warren Sapp connection, uh, however, much like his calculations for how long Captain America was mm-hmm. in the ice, all <laughs> lies in the math. Dwayne <laughs> the Rock Johnson turns forty-seven today, folks. Forty-four yeah, yesterday, one or the other. So Forty-seven, or maybe it's even tomorrow. Who knows? So anyway, that's four correct, and here's our last one. And I'll give you the same choice, the same choice that Todd gave us. You guys want to know the points going into the final one, or do you not want to know?
5: No. Let's go blind. Nope.
0: Sorry. Brian gets it first. Sorry, Todd. Okay. (laughs) Say the same thing. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Give me the points. I know. I know you guys love him. As the voice of Lego Batman, a.k.a. his actual voice that he uses all the time in real life. Uh, Of course, we had uh, Jermaine uh, BX Bricks from Lego Masters on a couple episodes ago, and he uh, he worked very closely with Will, but he'll always be remembered best for me. As the, uh, the, the slightly incestuous uh, Character In Blades of Glory When uh, his sister was played by true life wife Amy Poehler and, at the time So Will Arnett in two days Is having a birthday and Will he be older or younger Than 50 Yeah he was in Arrested Development Gob Older Or younger than 50 Younger Younger. Okay, our first vote. Follow it. We got we got Mike a younger,
5: Brian at younger, Johnny. It's a good number you picked. I have. I don't know if you can see this. Will Arnett, forty nine. Whoa, All, All
0: right, we've got three Youngers. I, I haven't heard from Ming or Mo. I will go older. All right, you I got, got a, Ming a on- big 5 and then you said fifty. So I'm going to go with the rest of the group and say younger. Okay, well, that's the rest of the group because Ming just said older, but that's a. <laughs> Does
2: that mean you don't consider my, uh, Ming a part Ming, of Ming, you're out of the group. You're <laughs> voted off the island. Sorry, buddy. He's okay. taking he's it. Was taking race, it. It. It, was, it was a lazy
0: recount. Todd, what was your instinct on Will Arnett? I know you always write down your first instinct. 49. 49. What if I told you his actual age that he'll be turning? is 49. So that is correct for the four of you that wrote younger. I get five bonus points on that, right? So I'm going to tally it up. Ming has one, two, three, correct. Mike, one, two, three, four, correct. Mo, one, two, three, four, five, correct. Todd, we've got to keep this going. Todd, one, two, three, four, correct. Our special guest, Brian, one, two, three, four, five. Six correct. We have a winner, folks.
5: No, tie really it, man. Come on. Just no tiebreaker. Just walking in and dominating.
1: You know what it is? It's not it's not fair, because I think I'm the oldest one of all six of us. So uh probably. No? Well,
0: we can do older or younger on the panel I know, right now, right? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Give it put Mike, a number that's... for me. Here's a me. here's the tiebreaker. Um the lovely Suzanne. The lovely Suzanne is celebrating her birthday this Sunday at on May 3rd. And That's we were cool. going to give her a I
5: love you day. going for this one. Yeah, still love this. Suzanne people, uh, here's, here's the good news.
0: Here's younger. The good news. Since there's no time. Younger. younger. Whatever the number is, the younger. Number. But we yeah, don't have to do good. it. We don't have to do it. So correct we'll answer is All right. Uh, guys, it's time for top three. Top three. This week we went there's to the top that, three. Stout, that stout's kicking in. Kevin Smith characters. Characters created by Kevin in his view universe, or maybe outside of it because he's directed, obviously, some movies. <laughs> we see Brian's vote was for Gil Hicks. But we did put this out to the point blank friends, fans, viewers, and listeners. By the way, there's Rosario. She was featured on this program last week during Top 3. So before we get to Top 3, um, before she was featured in Older or Younger, before we get to Top 3, we have to ask her clerks Two co-star, and we'll ask him the same thing we asked all five of everyone last week. Brian Rosario, who celebrated her birthday last week, older or younger than forty-three?
4: Oh, he's thinking. I
0: I will. I will tell you this.
1: Um, You're you're putting me in a tough spot because I believe she's older than forty-three.
0: Okay, well, don't worry. Four out of five panelists also said she was older than forty-three. No. And the fan, friend, viewer, and listener feed unanimously ascribed her as older than forty-three. She actually turned forty-four okay. zero. 0 So uh, she was. And I surprised- should
1: know that because I was invited to two of her birthday parties. <laughs> you
0: would think. Oh man, cool. you must have did something <laughs> because you're not on the list anymore. But that's well, okay. uh,
1: yeah. right, exactly. <laughs>
0: But, uh, but now we're doing top three, top three Kevin Smith characters. We put the, the, the it out to the fans, as we often do, uh, on my own page, on the Point Blank page, the Instagram page, the Central Guy Talk group, a few other groups. We tally them all together. This week we got a very robust 362 votes. Before we get to that vote, before we get to the Point Blank, fans, friends, viewers, and listeners saying what you guys decide as the top three Kevin Smith characters, let's go with the panel and who is more qualified to opine on who the top three Kevin Smith-created characters are than the one and only Dante Hicks himself, Brian C. O'Halloran. Brian, who are your top three characters? Do we need to impose a rule? Do we need to impose a rule? That you cannot vote for any Brian O'Halloran played character. Uh, that's <laughs> fine. That's
1: fine. Uh, I, I, I'll, I'll give you the top three. The top three is Randall J. Sainbob. In in that order. Okay, that's
0: your vote for. That's not your. You're not predicting the fans. You're saying that's who you vote for. Okay. Yeah, here. I
1: say I say Randall, then Jay, then Silent Bob. Interesting. Okay. Well, listen, obviously we'll hear from all three of
0: those later, Mike, we're going to throw it over to you, my friend, your top three, Kevin Smith characters. Damn. If he didn't pick my top three, come on. Not there the same are, order too. There are
2: on and, and pretty much the same order. I actually know I'm going to flip Jay and Randall because I happen nice. to know the real life Randall and, um, damn Brian Johnson. Um, but I, I want to give honorable mention to Dante Hicks because you know, <laughs> he's right there and it'd be rude not to. Exactly. Right there. <laughs> yeah. Right there. Um, and I was also a huge fan of Becky. Honorable mention. And. Mm. Um, Steve <laughs> Wow. Wow. That's just scary. And oh, my God. And Alyssa Jones. Um,
1: ah, yeah.
2: Alyssa Jones Alyssa from the from the lost phenomenal universe, character. But she well, my top cool. three are mm-hmm. Jay, Randall, and Silent Pop. Okay. So, and that's one, two, three, or three, two, one? Three, two, one. Three, two, oh, so your number one is Silent Pop? Yeah. Wow. Okay. He signs my paychecks. Of course he's my favorite.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Mo, we're gonna come down to the bottom left. We're gonna come to you, my friend. Your top three Kevin Smith characters. All right, so actually, my my cousin Adam begged me, begged me to uh, to say his top three instead of my top three. Uh, Why didn't he tune in and join the comments at the age, here? At the age of nine, I uh, I brought over the movie Clerks and and uh, and and uh, and <laughs> definitely a movie to show every nine year old. Oh yeah, seen it before, Mo? <laughs> huh? Yeah, no, I've seen it plenty of times, but uh, he he loved it. He uh, became a huge fan and. Um, So my honorable mentions are... And for some reason, nobody knows why, he matured into a grown-up that just is is fascinated with snowballing. But go ahead. (laughs) So honorable mentions are Pumpkin, Escobar, and Quiet Scott. (laughs) Okay, all right. (laughs) So Adam's number three. uh, Actually, the the character he identifies most with is Dante. Okay. Uh, Number two, the absolutely perfect and gorgeous Justice. Oh, yeah. Right. yeah. And then number one, the Federal Wildlife Marshal, played by Will Ferrell. Marshal Holly, Yes. Played by Will Ferry from Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. Right. That's his number one character. That All right. Well, Cousin Adam, thank you for being alive. All right. Oh, there's Justice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks, Brian. Where, I forget. What are we doing?
5: Johnny, uh, bring it back! Bring it back! Bring back to us.
0: TV's Ming Chen. Your top three
4: characters. Uh, number three guy gave up for Dante. Kicks off the whole universe and uh, plays okay. such an integral part in almost every Viewers Universe movie. And uh, he's the guy I related most to when I saw Clerks. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I I didn't want to get off the pot. And I didn't really care either. So, and, and I had friends who worked at neighboring businesses that annoyed the hell out of me. So, and I still do. And I still do. I can't get away from that. Uh, number two, I got to go with Jay. Uh, probably one of the most unique movie characters I've ever yeah. seen in a movie and, and in real life, too. One of the most unique characters I've met in real life, for sure. So, <laughs>
3: and it
0: loops. To get
4: this platform they're bright, yeah, yeah, he's like, yeah.
0: Right, many... He's ready to go at a moment's <laughs> notice here.
2: So, again, um, no combat trivia this week, yeah. I'm just, just checking, I just loop that over and over. And, uh, number one, I'm
4: to give it up for serendipity from Dogma for obvious oh! reasons. Uh, <laughs> oh,
3: great call there, the lovely
4: I, Salma Hayek, lovely and talented Salma Hayek, everybody. That is my number one pick for sure. And for those that haven't seen the movie Dogma, Serendipity was a uh, an exotic dancer, a stripper, or a muse, more
0: accurately, but well, yes.
1: as 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 it would turn out. Great uh, to the, to this day, the most beautiful person, woman I've met in the flesh. Oh, by far, yes. By wow. like she wore this stunning red dress at the Dogma premiere, and even my girlfriend <laughs> Diana's like, "Oh my God, she is a goddess."
0: You know, I always thought that until I saw her in the uh, in the movie Frida, where she played Frida Kahlo. And, uh, you know, it's just tough to get the unibrow out of her. I'm kidding, of course. <laughs> <laughs> i let her just shit unibrow's going to oh, stop you, John? unibrow? You Todd, your, your top God, three. Kevin's good characters, Todd Sullivan.
5: All right. I'll give an honorable mention. Uh, Mo already did mention him, but Will Farrell as uh, Federal Wildlife, Marshal Will and Holly. Wow. Um, little known fact, w- uh, named after Marshall, Will and Holly, three lead characters from Land of the Lost, which Will Farrell would then go to uh, star in, in the remake. But
0: should uh, we call that a little known fact? All right, but go ahead.
5: All right. So there we go. Uh, number three, I I have. I mean, I, I wanted to I wanted to go number one, but I didn't want to look like too much of a of a of a kiss ass. But we'll go. I'll follow Ming and put put uh, Dante at three. I thought, you know, like you said, uh, Ming extremely relatable character, and uh, you know, the the actor who played him. I, I'm I'm blanking on the name, but he crushed it, uh, really well done. So there you go.
0: <laughs> how does he there do it is, this
5: man? there it is
0: this is amazing i don't know how he does that that's
5: cool. on on cue uh number two another another favorite actor is uh you got jason lee as as brody bruce uh, yeah so I, I saw something in a review um that i, I thought related to my, my number three there like dante hicks from smith's debut feature clerks He's the every man that invites right. us into the absurd world of the U.S. universe and grounds the ridiculousness. Uh, I thought, you know, Jason Lee's, you know, he's fantastic. Un- in- kind of incredible. The guy had no acting experience and then goes on into obviously all the Smith movies, but almost famous. My name is Earl. And of course, Syndrome in the Incredibles. So, uh, yeah. Oh, have, I, I forgot about that. The voice of Syndrome. Yeah. Um, and your earlier point about voiceover work being the the domain of the ugly does not apply to Jason Lee. He's he's dreamy.
3: Oh, okay.
5: Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, man crush. Man. <laughs> and then uh, number one, I, so I, I wanted to go off, uh, off the beaten path a bit. I'm going to go with Dwight Ewell as Ho- Hooper X in Chasing Amy exclusively uh-huh. for the Star Wars breakdown. Uh, Star Wars being how the white man keeps the brother down, even in the galaxy far, far away so give it uh, up we got That's jungle great.
1: fever oh that jungle
0: very nice selection here Todd um I actually feel kind of embarrassed to give mine now because they're very very similar um my honorable mention is the character of Jay um when I had first seen Clerks, which, uh, which Todd, uh, I actually think, and we've mentioned before, so it's not weird or anything, but we watched that, uh, on tape in your bedroom, uh, in Flushing, New York.
5: Uh, or over the covers, do you remember?
0: Yeah. no comment there but uh but you know it's of all of the films it's the one i've seen the most times uh up to and including uh recently where we just got john ross the intern exposed to it as well and um i could be wrong i think he just watched it today with his girlfriend lucy so uh so you know huge hugely huge huge fan of the film my exposure to jay that time i had never met or seen anyone like that? The circles we ran in, I didn't know too many drug dealers. I didn't know too well. I mean, just beyond whatever he is, I don't. I didn't know anyone like it. And so, just has a character, very unique for me. But he's honorable mention. He doesn't make the top three because my number three. I, I feel bad to rip you off, Todd, but my number three is Dante Hicks. Um, absolutely number one identified with this guy more than anybody. I um. It's I uh, you know I started school I dropped out of school was I going to go back to school was I going to do something else I did a number of menial jobs uh, I worked in a place almost identical to Quick Stop called my Myra's Deli and Grocery in Staten Island, New York Or Clove Road, uh, and uh, and all these things are going through my mind as I'm watching this movie now. To my knowledge, I could be wrong. I didn't have a girlfriend that sucked thirty seven dicks in a row or otherwise, but 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 the character for me. Um, Or pulled me in. And uh, he's not in my top three. He's not in my top ten. And I know this is a very unpopular opinion, uh, especially given what some of you guys have just said. And when the fan vote comes out, you'll see in a minute. But I never identify with the character of Randall. And I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, you know, I don't know. I, I, I never was able to forgive him in my mind for what he did to Dante at the end of the film. Uh, and I, and there's all sorts of things bringing it down on how he's helping him and he loved him and he did this and all this other stuff but just for me in the moment I had a very primal reaction and it's never changed anyway that's my number three Dante Hicks my number two Brody Bruce not least of all because he played NHL 95 on the Sega Genesis something that we played all the time see unlike Kevin Smith and unlike a lot of the guys here uh, I never got into hockey as a sport uh, playing it watching it no, none of the above. However, for some reason I, I can't figure out, I did become addicted to the NHL series from EA on Sega. So the NHL '93, '94, '95. For that three-year run, uh, he's actually right here in the in the comments. One of our two Puerto Rican friends, Carlos Masonette, the other being Lou Bourdain, who's also in the comments. Strangely, uh, we used to go over to Carlos's little Puerto Rican house and play NHL on the Sega. And so right away Brody had me hooked. He also had that everyman vibe. So whatever review you just read from Todd, uh obviously I concur. And so Brody was my number two. My number one, Miss Brandy Spenning. Okay. Uh I spent more time thinking about Claire Forlani's uh, uh depiction of this character, Brandy Spenning, who is less a character and more a cipher, but even still, uh this was somebody I was a huge fan of in Mole Rats. Um to the point where there was a girl, um, that that would traveled in the same circles uh, as uh, I did in college. I think she was over at Wagner College. I think she wound up becoming friends with the lovely Suzanne and a bit of irony. Her name was Sarah Frazier. But in our friend circle, she was called Brandy because she looked like Brandy Spenning. And in even more of a coincidence, Todd, I believe she later went on to intern for you at Saatchi and Saatchi Advertising Agency in New York. So this is a very, very weird uh, uh, Kevin Smithy intern here. But anyway, that was my number one, Brandy Spenning. Now, let's get to you, the point blank fans, friends, viewers, and listeners, what your votes were. So, before we get to our actual top three, we'll talk about those who just didn't make the cut. Coming in at 10th place with five votes, a tie between the aforementioned Marcia Will, and Holly, and Veronica, the lovely Veronica. Um, coming in at 9th place with eight votes apiece, Alanis Morissette's portrayal of God. <laughs> Alyssa Jones. Now, of course, canonically, her first appearance on camera was in Chasing Amy, but I'm sure as Brian knows more than anyone, she was in that lost scene in Clerks uh, that was to have taken place in the funeral home. Here's the interesting thing about the funeral home my friend John McGinley just bought that funeral home, <laughs> kept the name, so now it's the Postern McGinley funeral home. So, uh, and, uh, and, and, um, uh, also in that tie with eight votes, is justice. Shannon Elizabeth's justice as portrayed by, as as, as voted on by Moe's cousin Adam. Okay, so that's eight votes apiece at ninth place, coming in at eighth place, with ten votes. None of us said him. A couple of us worked with him, a couple of us appeared with him on TV, and one of us just showed us something autographed by him. That's Stan Lee. Stan <laughs> Lee, ten votes, coming in at eighth place. Coming And, and, and by the way, just how awesome an in joke is his appearance in the Captain Marvel movie, you know, on his way to I don't know if it was the audition or the or the table read of Ball Rats. I just think that was just so genius. Uh, coming in at seventh place with 13 votes is Willem. Now when people started voting for Willem, I actually wrote back. I said, do you mean Willem Snowball Willem, or Willem Sailboat Willem? So so to be very clear, this is 13 votes for Sailboat Willem. Um, and if anyone's seen Ethan Suppley today, this guy's literally lost like 290 pounds. It's insane. He lost his weight and he got jacked beyond belief. Good for him. He'd be a good older or younger because he seems to have stayed the same age for about 30 years. Um, coming in at sixth place. 16 votes. This guy played a couple of characters in the Viewers universe, but this particular one of Holden, Holden McNeil uh, by, um, by Ben Affleck. Okay. Coming in at fifth place, 17 votes mentioned. I think it was Moe's number one or Cousin Adam's number one, uh, Serendipity by Salma Hay. And coming in in fourth place just outside the top three with 23 votes. Not one of us said him. Who can forget Metatron from Dogma? Oof. Uh, okay? Good one. It's I, just a, a total omission on our part, but the fans really responded. He came in fourth place. All right. Here it is, folks, the top three coming in in third place. We have a tie, 42 votes apiece. The character of Jay and the character of Dante. Our own guest right here, Brian O'Halloran, his uh, portrayal of Dante Hicks. 42 votes, but it's the same amount that that Jay Muses Jay also got for 42 votes. So they both come in at third place. So that's a tie. Coming in at second place, and you don't see this that often, we've got another tie. 46 votes apiece. Jeff Anderson's Randall and Kevin Smith's Silent Bob. Wow. Votes apiece. So we've got a tie for number three, and we've got a tie for number two. Dare I say we have a tie at number one? We don't. We don't. don't. He stands alone at 54 votes. Have we figured out who it is? Process of elimination? Jason Lee's Brody Bruce, 54 votes. He is the point blank fan, friend, viewer, and listener's choice. In top three's number one spot for Kevin Smith characters. So we want to thank you guys. And as we say, each week and every week, we'll put that top three out there. You can find it on my page. You can find it on the Point Blank page. You can find it on Instagram. If you're a member of the Staten Island Neighbors Group, guess what? It's on there. So uh, there's, there's a lot of places you can find it. If you can't, just drop us a line at point blank at rossbrewing.com, pointblank at rossbrewing.com. Great place to send the mail call. But also you can say, hey, what's the top three this week? Okay, folks, we're going to move into
2: I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, I honestly thought that the number one was going to be Kevin Smith's Ming Chen. Cause he's all CGI. Yep. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah. right. Listen, there's, there's actually a couple of things I want to, I want to call out. Um, we had three votes for the cartoon only character of Leonardo, Leonardo. <laughs> I'm sure you guys all remember him as a descendant of Bernardo, Leonardo, right. the founder yeah. of Leonardo, New Jersey. Um, and uh, and Brian O'Halloran was on in a couple of other roles as well. His wow. character of Gil Hicks got two votes, two votes, but he's not the only one. The ill-fated Grant Hicks got one vote as well. So I know he played multiple cousins here. Brian, can I ask you before we give you any other uh, any other feedback from the fan vote? Tell us, how does one prepare as an actor? You know, what notes is the director, Kevin, giving you? Okay, you're now playing here. There's Grant right there in Dogma. But Buddy Christ behind him. You know, what what, what do you go through? Okay, now this character is an entirely new character. He is... A relative of one of your previous characters. What goes through your head?
1: I uh, never discussed any type of relative. Uh, just the na- the last name was there, so that's uh, that's a Kevin question. But uh, I was doing uh, pretty much Ron Burgundy before Ron Burgundy was a twinkle in certain people's eyes. Just want to put that out there. Uh, wow. if you if you watch if you watch Dogma and you watch how I'm giving that news, it's very Burgundy esque. I'm just saying, and that was 1998 people what year did Anchorman come out Ho- hold on while I sip some tea <laughs> I
2: would have thought the thing that was going through it was, my- uh,
1: I think it was uh, higher or younger than 98 I think it's older younger than 98 right who's <laughs> got his mute button
0: Ming is that you <laughs> I am just saying. That's awesome. Well, I mean, it's conceivable that maybe for his role in uh, Jane Silent Bob Strike Back that Will Ferrell said, I'm going to go back and rewatch the entire Kevin Smith oeuvre, saw your portrayal of Grand Hooks, and let that inform his own performance
1: in Ackerman, The Legend of Ron Burgundy. I mean, listen, you're hearing it here first, folks, so it's possible. saying. Look, I love the guy. We had a great talk, especially for the uh, after-party after the Jane Silent Bob Strike Back uh, after party I've, I've really that. great guy nice guy and uh i give him all the best and i and i'm just saying you know the tone of the character was very much that kind of hey news name kind of thing and that's just a newsman kind of observation he took it to the next level i'm just saying we kind of people who are geniuses think alike that's all
0: oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to give you two other quick tidbits from the Fan votes coming in uh, With four votes inexplicably Cousin Olaf the Russian metalhead Okay you want to make fuck okay good And uh, the the highest Paid per actor in clerks (laughs) And um, And you guys can pass this Along to our good friend Brian Johnson but the Character of Steve Dave earned One vote Rendering him the Mr. Irrelevant Of this top three one vote received ah, it wow all
1: right wow. whatever happened to that
0: guy yeah <laughs> what i'm gonna do what i'm going to do for mike okay because he's so concerned we're gonna forego our social media follows of the week and i really really know i wanted to see what cosplayers ming was going to come up with this week <laughs> but, but, it, but
5: it's the list serious. is getting longer and longer it the, is. the more we delay He keeps adding more.
0: We're going to go right to to combat trivia. Here's how it works, folks. You, the point blank fans, friends, viewers, and listeners on this very program three weeks ago selected the topics for us. We're going to be asking questions on these topics of escalating difficulty, one, three, and five-point questions. Our guest, Brian O'Halloran, has the ability to make all the difference – or none of the difference, because at any time of his choosing, he can choose to assist or not assist any of the question uh, recipients. So, um, so it's not a lifeline. We can't go to Brian and say, Brian, can you help us if he wants to throw out an answer? And again, as Todd's fond of saying, even though Brian's not part of this game, Brian can engage in subterfuge and also give wrong answers. So,
1: uh, Mo, be particularly aware of that. So now here's here's the fir- here's the first case of subterfuge. Oh. I'm going to disappear for a minute. Oh, okay.
0: You got it. Well, listen, two Ross beers and he has to go to the bathroom. That's fine. <laughs> let's, uh, let's review our topics. Um, Empire Strikes Back, that's going to be Ming's Meng. choice. That's me, yes. Okay. U.S. presidents, that's going to be Mo. Star Wars Episode Four. that's going to be myself. Bob Corbeal, I think, was the one who put this out there. I could be wrong. It could have been a Pack of wool, too. Cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> On subject is cartoons. Laser are focused. I yeah, love. You me. are you are so fucked. Okay. <laughs> and Mike's topic is the Twilight Zone.
5: All right. I'm wondering if I can if I can switch it up. Gary McRae um, posted a potential topic. Maybe I can. Maybe we could take that instead. But, what, now you want to switch now? We, to we jazz, to... to jazz flute? No a chance. <laughs> nah. Now if I'm he had to, him, to pull that up on cue, but it's all right. He was reading something. He's if he had said, as I'm Sam, about
0: to, Zamfir, master of the pan flute, then I would have
5: said yes. He would have allowed it. All right. Good to know.
0: All right. So I think we have to go in reverse order of points. So let me pull that up here.
5: Chris Hewitt's going to help me out on mine. By the way
0: okay so coming in uh currently uh coming currently bringing up the rear but just by a point is ming chen he's got 23 points 23 points so ming chen's topic is the empire strikes back guys i've prepared one three and five point questions for each of you so i'm prepared at any eventuality so before i get to that how about any of you? Does anyone have a one, three, or five point question for Ming on The Empire Strikes right. Back? That fire, was a movie. Fire away. It was released in nineteen eighty. It was part of uh, this sort of Star Trek thing or something. I don't know, right? So in any event, let's get to it. Who's got a one point question? If not, I do. Oh, Modest. Oh, oh, has one. Can. Okay. First question combat trivia. Go for All it. Right. So, Ming, what is the possibility of successfully navigating an asteroid field? That's like two... <laughs> it's like... Oh, wow. It's like a... <laughs> That's a tough one-point question. Oh, man.
4: my God. It's like 1,474,000 to one. I'm I'm off by lower, so
3: much. You're I way off, buddy. Okay. Yeah.
0: I, I, oh. thought it was like, I thought it was like 6 million and changed to one, but I could be wrong older no. or younger <laughs> <laughs> Just
4: i well, do not know the exact number it's only 3720 enough.
0: to 1 oh that's oh that's a pretty good odds pretty
4: good that's pretty never, low never tell me the odds yeah never tell me the odds Ming, by the
0: way, I just want to get it on the record. You just got fucked with that one point question. I did. Okay, (laughs) I did. Um, All right. So, uh, does anyone have a three? Uh, If not, again, I have. Ming, uh, Empire Strikes Back, a three point question. Okay. Anybody else?
1: Independent contractors. I have plenty of questions. Uh,
0: did you, well, all right. Uh, do you, do you want do to do, do a three? Yeah. Or, or Actually, let's throw it on this way. Does anyone have a five that they really want to do? If not, I, I have a five.
2: Okay. Go for the five. Mo, go to town. I can't wait to hear what you think. I know.
0: Jeez, man. <laughs> so I think this is probably a little easier. Uh, which tool does Han request from Chewbacca to repair the Falcon's hyperdrive? It's got a name?
4: <laughs> yeah. That
2: goes there. This goes, goes here. Yeah. yeah,
4: right. I know that, but the, there's a name of a tool <laughs> like a, it's I mean it's like it's not like an intergalactic like torque wrench or a, like a like a arc reactor. Uh it's not a motivator. <sighs> I have no I, I have no clue. Uh,
3: sorry.
4: It's a hydrospanner.
5: Hydrospanner, hydro-spanner yeah. Hydrospanner. No. Well, I just mean,
0: went to I went to uh, Empire Strikes Back trivia questions like the first page, so I figured uh, You wow. gotta go to the movie, man! You can't go to the trivia. Wow! Questions. All Bro, right, we gotta be better than that. We have to be better than hydro that. spanner.
5: Okay, hydro spanner. John, I'll... can I can I try to make up for uh, help help <laughs> Ming out with a uh, with a backup one point question? And I think you, I, I okay. I'm gonna rule that yes. We okay. Can do that. And this is a, uh, you got a 50-50 shot. If you're, if you're playing odds, the odds okay. are two to one. Okay. You yes. got a 50-50 shot on this one. Never so, tell me the odds. Uh, apparently, not, George that's
0: Lucas. Clear. That's not, that's not two to one. That's one to one.
5: One but. to one. Yeah, yeah. George yeah. Lucas was so impressed by Frank Oz's performance as Yoda that he spent thousands of dollars on an ad campaign to try and get him an Oscar nomination for Best Actor in a Supporting Role. Was that campaign successful? Yes or no? Did Frank Oz get nominated for Best Actor in a Supporting Role for Yoda?
4: I I don't think he got nominated. Uh, I can't imagine the Academy paying any respect to a guy in a rubber outfit, but I could be wrong, but I will say no.
1: Overlooked I
5: was. Well, you you could be wrong. The Academy apparently believed that a puppeteer does not qualify as an actor. He did not get nominated you are oh correct.
4: okay but,
5: but, well, he, but a but he puppeteer sh- that also does the voice acting that's pretty rude but he should wow. have he should
4: bullshit have bullshit i call yeah
0: all right good so ming you're back on the board <laughs> with one all right who's got you got the five point question i, I, I got a five for you okay. okay and this five i thought is is an easier five um but it's it supposed to make up for a harder ones and three so we're just completely upside down right now okay <laughs> who failed vader for the last time uh
4: that would be I believe it was Admiral Ozel was
3: uh, the one that
4: failed Vader for the last time. Bonus point to get up to six on your five point question. Okay. Bonus point. Who replaced him? Uh General Veers, I believe was his name. Admiral Veers? so sorry ming
0: all right no not admiral it, was, veers. it was captain piet, piet who, that's right while, while Ozel's uh body is like still twitching yes. on the ground he gets promoted to admiral piet, piet. General, it, I, general general veers was in charge of the land forces yes the land
2: forces all right, right. come on, come you on. Can't make, make him a general and then an admiral Yeah, I'm I mean, sorry, what's I'm, happening well, are we changing I, it? I, all right so let's add it up ming got hydroponic spanner
0: yes One and five. Uh, So that is six six. points. Very respectable. TV's Ming Chen. TV's Ming Chen. All right. Ming had 23 coming in. He was in last place. He just added six total. Great job there. Now, coming in uh, right uh, on top of him, only one point separated. All right. With 24 points. Um, And that was Mo Youssef. And Mo Youssef went with U.S. presidents as nominated by. I don't know. I'm going to sign it to Stu Greenberg. But anyway, yeah. um, Mo, uh, it looks like Mike has a one point
2: question. I have a one point question for you, Mo. That was good. <clears throat> All right. Mo, who was the first U.S. president to take up residence in the White House?
3: Ooh.
0: <laughs> was it
2: John Adams?
1: Grover kid.
0: It was indeed John Adams. Oh. <laughs> you didn't listen yeah. to Brian's suggestion of Grover Cleveland,
2: General Washington, <laughs> George Washington. Construction, <laughs> was in. but Adams was the first one to to move in, and nice. then
1: he and then he put a fucking uh, brewery uh, underneath it. Nice. And his
0: cousin Sam came in and made a lot of beer. beer. Exactly. All right. <laughs> Anyone have a bowling alley? Anyone have a three-point question for Mo on U.S. presidents? I've got a three. I've also got a five. I kind of like my five, but uh, but if no one has a three, I could do I that. You got I, a three? I do have a three. Uh, Perfect. Mo Yousef, uh,
4: out of the 45 presidents, who is the oldest elected U.S. president?
0: Ooh, Oldest elected? Yes. I think that's our current guy,
4: uh, Donald Trump. That would be correct, my friend. Yeah. Donald Trump was like to uh, age seventy, I think. Be, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Good, good yeah. one, Mo. Good one.
2: What did What did Grover Cleveland ask Howard Taft for when they were repairing the
1: Millennium Falcon?
2: That's <laughs> <laughs> a three
5: point I have, right? yeah.
1: I have a four point question.
5: Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Ready? All right, all right. Well, Brian. Go ahead. What's your question, buddy? For four points, the question is: How many shots were taken at President Kennedy? How many and look, shots? And there's an official were were answer, taken? and then there's the uh, no, there, no, there's an, there's an official, there's answer, the official from answer. The Warren from the Warren <laughs> report, not the not the conspiracy theory answer, but the Warren report answer.
0: Didn't they say there was two and it was like an impossibility that he could reload?
5: Is that your guess? Back and to the right. Back. So you uh, you say two? It's to the right.
1: Probably three, but yeah, I'll go with two. The answer is three. Lee Harvey Oswald fired three shots at President John F. Kennedy. The second and third shots he fired struck the president. The third shot he fired uh, killed the president. President Kennedy was struck by two rifle shots from... Behind mm. And that's that's the official Answer wow. whether you want to go on with Back and to the left and the Smoking you know grassy Knoll it's up to you
0: Alright Mel we're going to Give you zero on the improvised Four point question thank you And by the way had you gotten that right You could have surged
1: ahead here Something told me inside that it was Three but I don't okay, know Okay so let's make up for it Kevin Costner Older or younger than 67. Oh, definitely younger. That's, that's the connection. Older or younger than 67? Kevin Costner. Younger, definitely. Younger? All right, hang on. No,
5: definitely older.
1: Well, mm-hmm. everybody's on a
0: cat. I know the cat just left from Brian's screen, but it's a mic screen. I don't know what's happening here. Alright. While we await the uh, older or younger on Kevin Costner, I'm going to give you a five-point bell. A five-pointer... Be right, opposite- what'd you
1: say? Older or younger? Younger. You're correct. He is 65. He's collecting Social Security. Nice.
0: Him and Jerry. All right. You have an opportunity to get up to eight points on this five-point question. I am. (laughs) Okay. Name the state that has produced the most U.S. presidents. So that's part one. If you do that, you get a point. We'll stop right there. Go first. Virginia. Okay. Not correct. So uh, you lost out on that. Now you have seven points possibility. That would have given you. That would have given you one point had you named Ohio, the state where you lived for many years. Ohio. So I will now reveal to you that Ohio produced seven presidents. Uh, You're going to kill one point for every president. Eight presidents. Was that? I thought you said eight presidents. No, I said. Oh, oh he would have. Oh, guessed yeah, it. Okay, all right. No, there's there is none yet. Although some say eight for Ohio, but I'm only counting where they were born, their
1: birth state, not where they lived after. So and an incredible basketball player. Yeah, pretty good from uh, Northeast Ohio. There, I think uh, Lebron, Lebron James, man. Mo and Lebron used to hang out back in the day. In fact, but uh, and then and then a an, uh, bespectable, bespectacled, uh, very funny comedian.
0: What number president was LeBron James? Who's that? Jim Gaffigan? That oh, no,
1: Hall. no. Bespectacled. <laughs> he had a, TV, a hit TV show on ABC. Cleveland Rocks. Yeah. Oh, yes. true Barry,
0: yes. True Captain. Oh, there, there you go. go. Okay. All right. Uh, Mo, go ahead and name the seven presidents. Even though you had an opportunity for eight, you still have an opportunity for seven on this five-point question. Sure. Uh, They call Ohio literally the birthplace of presidents. That's their second nickname because they produce more presidents than anybody else. Uh, Taft. Correct. Okay. There's um, uh, Fillmore.
1: Incorrect. Here's a hint. Try yeah. to think of municipal building names. They're probably named after the presidents and or by highways the way,
0: or airports. I know you're thinking of Millard Fillmore's restaurant. Where we right, that's out. exactly where I went with that. We famously went on a double date back in 1995. But that's yeah. not That's no and, and, and just to remind our audience, it's been a little while, and a question like this, you will be able to get up to three. You will get three wrongs. So you get two wrongs on your third wrong We stopped scoring points. So you've got one point and one wrong. Continue. Garfield? That is correct. By the way. All right. We'll get back to Garfield. Go ahead. Madison? What? James Madison? Yeah. Ohio, not a state when he was born. So so that's that's too rough. Too rough. You've got two points. All right. Uh, Roosevelt. Teddy. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna it's so absurd I'm not even gonna count that as a wrong continue. <laughs> uh
1: Mahatma Gandhi? Uh, Grant
0: <laughs> Wait,
1: who? Ulysses
0: Yes, Ulysses S. Grant is correct. Yes. I thought he said France. I'm like, right, you know, uh, like
2: I
1: thought he said France too, Mike. Uh, uh me. Okay. Bon- bonus question. Uh who is buried in Grant's tomb? <laughs> <laughs> It's a, it's a New York joke. I'm sorry.
0: Uh, it kills. Uh, I'm sorry, my friend. That's your third and final wrong answer. Your five point question you got three right. You did get Ulysses S. Grant. You did get James Garfield. You did get William Taft. You did not get Rutherford B. Hayes. You did not get Benjamin Harrison. By the way, those two are like separated at birth if you see pictures of them. You did not get William McKinley. You did not get Warren G. Hardy. That's because I studied Virginia presidents. Now, that said, that said, here's another chance for you to earn yet another bonus point on this five-point question. You have three in the bank right now. Okay. Two of the presidents that were born in Ohio are among the four that were assassinated while in office. Ooh. Can you name who they were? Okay. I just named who the seven presidents were. Yeah, so it's Garfield and McKinley. Okay, you got it. We bring you up to four. Nice. Uh, bonus bonus not a point attached unless, wow. you get it right. unless you get it right where was james garfield assassinated where was he shot and when you don't and get by, it right, in the ass and by the, what
1: caliber bullet
0: <laughs> this is very relevant And you don't get it right we immediately throw it to mike for the seal and mike you steal all his points if you get it right oh god i will mo in the body in the back. <laughs> he was just coming back From the Summer White House Which was where, Mike? It was in Long Branch, New Jersey Long Branch, oh. New Jersey Home of seven Presidents yes, mark smart. For a hundred years, the home of the Summer White House Now, of course, that's been relocated To Mar-a-Lago But, uh, <laughs> in any event Mo, you still pulled out four there with the no- numerous Bonuses in play, that's eight total So, sure. uh, you're doing pretty good, buddy.
5: Very strong, Mo. Nick
0: Franco said uh,
2: Garfield died on Monday. I, I don't think it was this past Monday, Nick. <laughs>
0: wow, Nick, that's pretty good. All right, so I'm up next because I have 29 points. My topic was Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope, or as we also know it, Star Wars. All
4: right, I have a one-point question for you, John. Shoot. Should- um. All right. Uh, the uh, Millennium Falcon. Uh, which docking bay did it take off from on Mos Eisley?
1: 13.
4: Or where did it take off from on Mos Eisley? Uh, it's very specifically named uh, Hans Sosa's meet me in docking bay blank. It says that to uh, uh while I prep the ship. Got to prep the ship. Meet me at 13. docking bay blank.
1: 13.
4: 13. <laughs> I, um, and you see it in big numbers too when they um, really because yes. usually
0: they all the all the characters are in
4: Arabic, which is different than yeah. No, this one's uh, this one's spelled on English numbers.
0: Bay right, well, uh, thirteen terminal Someone, someone called them uh, Roman numerals. Uh, no, I'm kidding. I, I really don't know. I'm embarrassed. It's at one point I should have gotten this right. So I will steal uh, the clue given to me by our guest Brian Howard. I'm going to say
1: docking bay thirteen. Uh, document 94, yeah, 94, 94 uh, any, which, any which hold stuff. on, which let's just think of the logistics. That fucking place did not have 94 fucking gates. That is not a space. When when you saw them take off from that place that would be the size of Atlanta's airport merged with Chicago fucking O'Hare, merged with Los Angeles for it to have 94 fuck, because these are spaceships. These aren't planes. These are space fucking ships. To be honest. Logistics, logistics, unreal.
0: You know, I, I appeal, but hey, listen, docking bay ninety four. Uh, there there's evidence
1: right there. All right, listen. No, John, no, oh, no. oh, that twenty million people used a fucking docking bay ninety four. What does that mean? It's it's a relative. It's a really well used gate at fucking Mos Eisley. Really, yeah, I
0: posted the donut right there. Uh, well on my way to repeating my performance on Walking Dead,
5: who has a three point? Lou, question? Lou Bardone Jr. calling it Docking Bay ninety four older than Docking Bay ninety three. Yes, <laughs>
3: true. I um
4: I I have a three point question, but I'll give you the Ooh. opportunity to earn four points from this. Uh, the Battle of Yavin four. Uh, there the the. There are many x-wing pilots but there are four in particular who can be identified can you match the pilot's name with their pilot call sign aka uh um the x-wing pilots were identified by the call sign red and a number all right so i'm gonna say luke red five okay that's one point porkins i'm gonna say porkins red two I believe that's correct. <laughs> I'm
0: going to have to look this one up again. Uh, this reminds me of that old adage, what do you need to know to teach a dog tricks? More than a dog. That's it. So <laughs> ask these questions, folks. Always, uh, always good to have the answers. I, uh, I have a, a strategy in play in case Porkins is wrong. Uh, I believe Jack Porkins actually read six. Okay, nice. All right. So I'm going to say wedge Antilles red, too. Uh, that is correct. So okay. that leaves me one more. The and then I can only say uh, Biggs Darklighter Red 3. That is correct.
1: All nice. Right. Uh, well done. By the way, well I got to say, man, you have incredible acting skills for not looking at your screen for the answer. <laughs> say, but acting like you, you knew this from the top of your head. Really well done. Well done. But, I mean, I saw you look at the screen and then say the answer. But that's, that's acting Wait, skills. You, oh. should get, you should get three points for the acting skills of By Not Cheating. He looks off when he's thinking. He kind of looks off into the this business. Is gonna,
0: okay, look, look at my screens. I've got this here, and then I'm keeping score here rigorously because all of this is vetted by John Rothbard. And here.
1: you get three and you get three more points because I made you turn your camera you around. You motherfucker.
0: I <laughs> okay. I would never I would never do that. Um, my no, my strategy was gonna be if if as they were wrong, I was just going to say red two for each of them. One of them had to be red two. <laughs> but, um, but I didn't have to employ the strategy. Uh, red leader, we never learned his name. And he also appeared in Rogue One, but we didn't get to learn his name. So I can't use his call sign. We're just going to say red leader was red leader. All right. Anyway, three for a three. I'll take it. Out had a four
5: potential. I've, I've, a five, got, a, I've got a five. If uh, If no one else wants to jump in, let me know.
1: Get in there, five. It's all yours. Red five. Go to town. Right.
5: This is a five with a potential to earn six, Johnny. I, I, you know We like to always have a little bonus in there for these. And this one is a callback to my first combat trivia where I had the, uh, <laughs> the movie Frozen. You hit me up with how many uh, or which Oscars or how many Oscars the movie Frozen won. I got that question correct. Due to our friend, uh, our friend Bobby Lopez. At the 1978 Academy Awards, Star Wars took home six Oscars. Stop it. Which which ones did it win? Get the fuck out of here. Uh, Uh, I'm
0: going to go with uh, so six, I'm going to say best costumes costuming is that a best thing one. best costume yep.
5: design is one what best right. award I, uh
0: usually you hear both of these right back to back i have no idea which is which brian don't get mad at me sound editing and
5: sound
1: mixing so i'm going to say both of them yep you're correct on that i'm going to give you
5: one of those it won best sound yep oh, oh so this was before it was split into two awards Maybe. correct correct
0: okay all right so that's good so that's two um
5: oh best, how many guesses best do we, we give you i don't, don't even know
0: until you get three wrong, which three I do, based on that. So, um, okay. so I'm embarrassed to say I don't even know if this is an Academy exactly. Award, but
5: is best score an award? It is uh, best it original is score. Award. If they had copied it from someone else, <laughs> no good. Well, John Williams did not do that. So, that
0: score is three. Okay, that's three. Now, what the fuck else could it have won? I
1: mean, this movie sucked, right? Um, whew. Wow, we've got costumes, sound. They would have won another category, but it didn't exist at the time. But they didn't win it, so because it didn't exist. But today <laughs> they would have won.
0: Best animated feature
1: didn't exist. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, which, which pretty much uh, episode nine was.
0: Um, boy, okay.
2: I mean, it can't be. It can't be. That's choreography.
1: That's the it, Christmas special. Let's think about it. What else is out there?
0: I'm thinking costume design. Oh, uh, well, I think that was the first one we said, but thank you.
5: Is Best, uh, is best Set Design, uh, is, is that uh, an Academy Award? It uh, Sure. They did not win that. That's one Fuck wrong. You. Fuck you.
0: <laughs> best <camp services? laughs>
5: Best song, Shallow. No. No. <laughs> um, Why Shallow
0: Mar? Um, is... They don't give an Academy Award for stunts, right? Um, how about... Motherfucker. Like, and it's too generic. There's that no such thing as What's an Academy Award. For known effects. for, John? Practical effects, I would say, but I don't know. Is that a, an Academy Award, Best
5: Special Effects?
1: Not at that time. Okay.
5: Damn. I'll give you a, a... You're close on that one. Effects uh, is in the title. Best visual effects. Best visual effects is correct. That's four.
0: You're a good friend. Okay, that's four. I feel like a fucking jerk off over here. You know what I'm saying? Uh, wow. Okay, you said, And there's two more? How can it win? What, what, what two more. Um,
2: that's right. Oh, my God. Yes. I don't know. Think don't about know. his ex climax the- John, think about his ex-wife. Use Marsha.
5: Is it best
0: editing? Use.
5: Best film editing is correct. Okay. Fuck. All
0: right, so I got
2: the
5: yeah. five. Yeah.
0: At least I'm,
1: I'm on See, the comments do help. <laughs> <laughs> and Mike's clues. And Mike's um.
2: Hey, no one knows who Marsha Lucas is. They only know George. That's why she divorced the bastard.
1: I don't know, man. I, I like Luis's the, question: Which leg did Owen, <laughs> Uncle <laughs> Owen, limp on?
0: That <laughs> <and> wasn't <laughs> um, All right, I don't want to prolong this any longer. Uh, uh, I, I know I've got technically a uh, mole. Look at the group. Look at the group. I can get a
1: wrong one. Um, Look at the chat. No, no, we can't do that. <laughs> uh, sure, you can. It's like going to the audience.
0: Uh, i guess yeah um how about you said best costumes best visual effects best sound best original score best film editing Gatering. best catering uh best adapted screenplay based on the fourth the hidden fortress <laughs> <laughs> excellent.
5: excellent guess that is incorrect
0: no all right good that was a throwaway i know i had one one out there um
5: Wow, this what's Think, better. Uh, what? uh, cantina scene. I mean, you're talking. Oh, I said that already. Did I say best makeup effects? Did
0: he say that already? I thought I did. It was the first one I said, but I could be wrong. But that's uh, what okay. I. Did. All right. Well, you never
1: said makeup, you said special no, that's, effects. That's oh,
0: incorrect. Okay. All right. So I, I wanted
5: best makeup. That's also wrong. Okay. Then what is it? <laughs> The final answer is I'm out of guesses. You were close with uh, catering. You were close with set design. It's in that realm best art direction.
0: That's probably the film term. If I was like a hoity choity like Brian O'Halloran, I probably would have known that. We give you five. five five He's he's part of the Hollywood elite. No, art design
1: is different than set design. Art design is concepts.
5: That guys would kill you for saying that. Hey, man, five-point question. You got five points. Well done.
2: Yeah, yeah. So sorry you only got five
5: points on that five-point question.
0: Yeah, All right. Who's up next? Todd. Todd, who enters with 30 points. Your topic is cartoons. I've got a three-pointer. All right. So I've got a one-pointer. Mo's most set up at the three-point line ready. I've got a five. Mike, hit him with your one. All right. Todd.
2: Yes, sir. On the Flintstones, Fred and Barney were shills for what <laughs> tobacco company? What cigarette did they tout?
5: Uh, it's got to be a dinosaur or bone related pun. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. No, it is a
2: legitimate. They, they, they were they did- shill. Or a tobacco company. They
5: did actual commercials
4: for a cigarette company. Yes. Oh, in real life? In real mean? life. Well, they're animated, but yes.
2: These were <laughs> yes. real it commercials. Life.
4: They even had a tagline.
2: Yes, what is the cigarette company that they showed for? What cigarette did they smoke? <clears throat>
5: oh,
2: and the, and I'm not I'll, even sure it's around anymore. I'll,
4: give you, I'll even give you the tagline. It's blank tastes good like a cigarette should.
0: That was the tagline. <laughs> Oh man! You uh, about the seventeen percent beer while you're winning. No, I'm kidding.
5: Yeah, I can't tell anyone, anything at this Give point. Yourself another one, Johnny. Tastes good like a cigarette should. <laughs> uh I was gonna go just like mainstream and and say Marlboro, but if you're saying you're not even sure if it exists anymore, let's say shit. I don't know anything about cigarettes. How about uh, Lucky Strikes? No, I'm sorry,
2: it was not Lucky Strikes they were winston's winston's
5: winston. oh he's got
4: yeah. it right on the screen look at this yeah winston tastes good like a cigarette should
5: How I did you try to do true. this man this is crazy holy man, shit man. look at these ads this is ridiculous is this, this it is is ridiculous. real these it are was, real yeah, yeah this was real
2: uh, winston cigarette. it's no doubt in, in 1960 <laughs> 54% of the country smoke cigarettes. It's fantastic.
0: Did they make their cigarette purchases based on what a cartoon character was smoking. I, mean, I know I would have. Went
5: look at his lighter. The lighter is two pieces of wood. It's yeah. So fucking great. Unreal. It is stone casing. Now, listen,
0: it's not Joe Camel, but it's something. All right. That's a one. And we're posting zero there. But who's got a three pointer? I've got the three. And Todd, you've got a chance to win five points out of this. Oh, boy. Now you remember the Transformers, right? <laughs>
5: what no, to nowhere near the degree of everyone on this panel. But yes. Because when I was a kid, I
0: wasn't I, I didn't have enough money to afford them, so I had to buy Go So this question is about GoBots.
1: <laughs> the Go cartoon. The K the Kmart of Transformers. <laughs>
0: exactly. Okay. There were two warring factions. Name those two factions. <laughs> each one of those factions had leaders named those leaders and what planet did they come from
5: holy shit man if you can't do it I want to venture a
0: guess and steal the points venture a guess
5: I, you, you definitely know this I, I know you know this
0: I won't steal them but uh, for fun
5: <sighs> two warring factions of the go bots uh, yeah
1: There I, transformers he didn't say go bots he said transformers <laughs> <laughs>
0: The setup. That was a little misdirection.
5: <laughs> yeah, <there> was, <laughs> that was good. There was a... Oh, uh, uh, shit. Um, uh, I feel like Lou, Lou Bordon is is trying to help me and or actively... He wrote uh, court 2. He's oh, actively I- subterfuging me with Gobotron, Psykill, and Cybertron it was uh i feel like one of them was the, like the the rock something the rock lords yeah that was older or younger that was the <laughs> what
0: not quite but you know i'll i'll, I'll really really extend uh hand to you and uh say that Lou is actually helping you there.
5: Lou's helping me all right so let's go with uh with gobotron as the 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 leader of one of them
0: no that'll be an x i have no
5: idea (laughs) something all (laughs) right I like Nick Franco's answer, the stay-bots and the go-bots.
0: Keep, keep in mind, keep in mind. And it's very important to remind people of this. When he chose Transformers Generation 1 as his topic, and the question was, name every Autobot, Mo left off Optimus Prime and Bumblebee. It's very <laughs> important that people needs to be remembered. reminded of that. Man, this beard. Is- no, it wasn't every, it was the original. I'm saying, of the original 18 but you left off Optimus and Bumblebee are the only two you're expecting to get. You have 60% of the answers on the comment board.
2: Wait.
3: <laughs>
5: Did I miss you? Are you asking me about the GoBots or the Transformers? Go Go-Bots. 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 Go-Bots.
2: GoBots. There
5: are two yeah. factions. There are two
2: leaders, one of each faction, and the planet where they're Don't
0: from. do the comments, man. That's not cool. That's not cool. That's what we got, Brian. For uh, oh, shit. Uh, Brian got you on a countdown. Sorry. Brian
5: got the countdown. All right, I'm going. I'm going with the Renegades and the uh, and the and the Gobotrons. And okay. the two leaders were Diesel okay. and Kerosene. <laughs> no, nah, you are fucked up, man. Come on, you got one point. Well, you got <laughs> one point because it's the Renegades. Zero no clue. The good the guys, Renegades and the Guardians.
0: Guardians. It was Psykill and leader one, and I think right. they were from the planet Gobotron.
5: Exactly. I said. That's exactly what I said. I'm pretty sure.
1: All right. What did he get on that one? And it bombed at the box office. All right. Listen. It was We're a gonna... later cult hit.
0: This is a five-point question, Todd, but I think given how difficult your one and three was, you'll appreciate an easier five. Okay. What was the 1928 cartoon that featured the debut of Mickey Mouse?
5: Ugh. Oh, uh, um, we, it's at the opening of every Disney movie. Keep in uh, mind,
0: if this was no this was, this
1: same question would be a fifty point question.
5: Sidecar, uh,
1: sidecar Fred.
5: <laughs> no, it's it's, it's that it's, might be it's subterfuge. It's at the. It's at the Do beginning at, of every You of got memory. it, man! Come
0: on, it's I can see your brain working.
5: Uh, what, is he, what is he? What is he
1: driving? Steamboat Willie. There you go. Nice.
0: Nice. Well done. You pulled it out,
5: brother. There you go. Good job. All right. You got six. And now... You said that, Mike. I knew it. And now,
0: you know, he's coming in. He's going last because he's in first. TV's Mike Zapsic with 32 points selected. The Twilight Zone. Uh, yeah, okay.
2: that doesn't encompass much, right? Cartoons. Well, yeah, I mean, here's, here's, here's a, a broad-based ones.
0: I've, uh, I've got a one-pointer. All right, good. I've got a Point three. So if anyone has a five, that's great. I can, I do have a five as a backup. I don't like it as much as I love my three. So, Mo, why don't you do your one?
2: What year did The Twilight Zone start? Uh, it debuted in 1959. Is that correct?
0: correct. Like, Mike's going to get that wrong. Actually, in the point thing, I just wrote 1959 for for Mike. I might as well, how far he's running away with it. Let's get uh, the number three. Mike, this comes to us from the remake series in the 1990s. Oh, damn it. All right, listen Barney Miller's Rubble, Ron Glass. Who also would go on to be in Firefly and, 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 and Serenity. Ron Glass played a memorable character in the episode. I'll give you the episode name. It's called Eye of Newton. And in this particular episode, he played a character who one could infer, because it was implied, that he was the devil himself. And as such, he was completely un- omnipotent. And before he was to take the soul of the protagonist, he, he, he allowed him to ask him to do one thing, and he said, my power is so vast, there's nothing you can ask me that I can't do. In this particular episode, it had somewhat of a happy ending. The protagonist was able to survive by asking the character to do something that he couldn't do. Do you remember what that was? Kill himself? No. It wasn't, it wasn't that. Uh, I'm actually going to give you a second chance at it because it was in the phrase of like a cool send-off.
2: Ah. Uh, mm. Go fuck yourself. No, no. no. <laughs> not, on, not
0: on CBS it
2: wasn't. No yeah. it wasn't. Um Did he tell him to go to hell? He said get lost. Ah, uh, there you go. See, I I wasn't going after the uh the new series but I understand that, that was a great thing sorry, he, man. Yeah, took me out by the knees. Here I am studying Burgess Meredith.
0: Oh, that, that that one makes me sad every time. It always. Makes um, all right, uh, who's got a five question for you? I've got a five, and it is an original series five, Mike. But first, but let's let's see what the rest of our panel has for you. Anybody? Mohammed. One point.
2: <laughs> like, I, that was one point. That's it. <laughs>
5: Go for it, Johnny.
0: Uh, you know, this, would a, this would be a five for anybody else. It's a fucking zero point question for Mike Zapsic, but uh, you're still gonna get five. I mean, what? If as soon as you say original series, what could you ask me that doesn't know, Mike? Describe for me, <laughs> to my satisfaction. <laughs> oh, boy, the plot of the pilot episode of the Twilight Zone. Ooh, the very first one. Wow. Was... And what was it called? Uh, I like that, Ming. I like that.
5: Go for it. Okay, the pilot was called. What kind of rating did it get? Nielsen rating.
2: (laughs) It was never in rotation until uh, they started doing the video. Um, And oh god, um, Rod Sterling didn't even um, narrate it. It was oh, what was his name? Okay, and the first one was it wasn't terribly well received it was come on i i know this one um is the actor you're looking for earl holloman or is that the very the very first one you're talking about that's the very first one um where is everybody
0: that well you got the episode right so we'll give you a point right nice. there well, well done earl holloman well um ends up wandering
2: around he wakes up in coveralls uh and he wanders around a town and there's no one there and he keeps asking where is everyone and is anyone there and you're up uh, to two
0: points psychological so experiment you're up to 2 so far keep it going okay
2: and uh turns out that it's a psychological experiment that they wanted from the US government that they wanted to find out what the effects of total isolation would do to um a person and he was in um was you're it the at, air force. four points you're at four points. was it the air force okay uh, no, it, or the army he was in the armed forces i know he was that he was and um was he was on a, plane. Was on a plane with bill shatner he was he was training for space flight
0: after I'm yeah. training, my friend.
2: Yes, he was because they wanted to find out what isolation would do to a man's psyche. Ding, 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 ding. ding. Hello. Well done. Is there anybody in there? Well done. But there was actually one that I thought you almost had me on, John, because I was I. Com- they did a pilot episode that they never it never got shown in syndication. Ooh,
0: and that, um, that was not the one I was referring to. I was no, referring to. there was a different
2: narrator. And uh, as a matter of fact, they wanted to have not Rod Serling.
5: Not Rod Serling. Where is everybody was narrated by someone other than Rod Serling. It was narrated by a West, Westbrook Van Voorhees. So
0: yeah. putting like, it together in your head, Mike. But
2: it's they also, um, didn't they
5: dub
0: Serling in there later on? I, I can 100% see that happening, but I can't confirm that. Okay. Luckily, your points were not dependent on that. So let's go ahead and recap where we are. Uh, uh, Brian engaged in a little bit of subterfuge but also a little bit of assistance and that's basically what you can hope for also his biggest contribution to this may have been the introduction of a countdown clock something we've long needed No. Ming came in with 23 points. He picked up six. He has 29. Mo came in with 24. He picked up eight. He's at 32. John came in with 29. He picked up eight. He's at 37. Todd came in with 30. He picked up six. He's at 36. Mike came in in the lead at 32. He picked up six. He's at 38. This is very tight, folks. Very, very tight. Just to remind you guys, the Point Blank fans, friends, viewers, and listeners, we play a season until we get to 100 points. We crown a champion. At that point, we start all over. We're in season two right now. We're going we to play a little more frequently to pick up the pace. We can get a crown as season two champion, and then we'll move on to season three. All right, guys. It's John. A- you want a new beer, or what? Are you, where are you at? Uh, no, I'm not on a new beer. I think the seventy percent was enough
5: for me. Uh, so, yeah, if you want to yeah. share your beer before we close this out, go right ahead. Yeah, I've got one going from Round Barn Brewery. That's in uh, in Michigan. In uh Baroda Michigan I've stopped there uh several times on the on the way back and forth to my wife's family's house in Chelsea Michigan It's on the day the earth stood still but go ahead indeed it's a, it's a beautiful uh piece of property they have they have an old Amish round barn huge I mean, it's a it's a huge kind of spiked up thing it's really it's really pretty you see it from there's plenty of ads on the highway like billboards and whatnot and it's beautiful to visit this beer is called catharsis uh there you go right there it is a barrel-aged russian imperial stout um i don't see anything sir sir
1: you need to pace yourself three beers in two two hours you got to drive home still
5: (laughs) as uh i think it was i don't know if it was Stu greenberg i think that said uh uh go drunk you're home or go home you're drunk one or the other i'm not yeah no this is really good it's a it's a dark uh, it's a Russian Imperial Stout, but uh, barrel age got a real nice flavor to it. Um, Lou Borden saying, "Catharsis, a chapter yes. for
0: clerks." I think, I think, I think it was the penultimate chapter. But so, uh, good call by
5: Lou. Cheers. Uh, well, enjoy that beer. Heading but into I, hour three, I needed, I needed another, I needed a third beer chapters, in there. So, we're, no
0: we're, we're, we're done here. There's obviously no social media follows in the week. There's no Point Blank picks as well. We'll save that for another episode instead. We're gonna to get to our parting shots, ladies and gentlemen, our parting shots. Anything you wanna get off your chest, anything you wanna promote, anything you wanna talk about, anything that's really been bothering you and you just can't take it anymore, we're gonna start with newly shaven head Mo Youssef, your parting shot, my friend, before we go any further, I want to thank you for coming on tonight. Uh, obviously, everything uh, you and your family have gone through over the past week and, or so, and, and here, in here. a larger context over the last few months. So, uh, thanks for coming on. Your parting shot, my friend. Thanks, and um, I just wanted to uh, thank everybody who uh, who was so supportive during this uh, this uh, this ordeal, and um, you know all the text messages and, and just. You know, there's a lot of love that uh, we've seen over the last week, so we really uh, appreciate that. And thank you, uh, for everybody. Um, it was great, uh, you know, podcasting tonight, uh, seeing you guys again. Uh, hopefully, I'll uh, we'll, we could touch base over the weekend uh, when I'm in New Jersey, and uh, and yeah, and, and Brian, uh, really good to meet you, man.
1: Good to see you as well, sir. My uh, condolences to you and your family about your dad's passing. Uh, my father was my most influential influence. In my life uh, he he passed at the age when i was a uh, 15. uh so i know i miss him every day and i think about him every day and uh and i hope uh you get to live out uh what you want to live out with his dreams
0: thank you awesome man your parting shot
4: uh if you want to have as much fun as us six did tonight as well as the many 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 people on the audience watching go to ashareuniverse.com um we'd love for you to come to the studio when you're allowed back but until then, we can podcast with you from anywhere. Uh, if you want to start a podcast and bring in other guests, we'll help you facilitate just like we did tonight. Or if you want to book me and Mike to be on your podcast, or if you just want to talk to us for an hour, go to a shareduniverse.com. You can, you can definitely book that up. Uh, also, this Saturday, uh, me and Taylor Allen are doing a live stream to benefit oh, nice. the saint uh the world famous saint live music venue uh they need a little help and not the movie with val kilmer no not the movie with val kilmer i believe taylor's lined up 40 different comic and music acts and uh yeah he he said he's got 40 lined up so uh we're gonna this one day and one night yes we're gonna do it wow we currently have it scheduled i think five one joke yeah That's five true. to midnight and uh we'll we'll, we'll see joke,
0: uh,
4: um, we'll figure this out on how to do it we're gonna have to schedule everybody very tightly for sure so um definitely check that out this saturday night
0: okay and i'm sorry because i talked
4: over you You said it's at the same but- well it'll be online it'll be streamed uh, everywhere that i can put it so uh I'm gonna share no, to yours. No, okay. facebook page my facebook page twitter youtube
2: uh um any, my Facebook page, my Twitter, Twitch. my YouTube. <laughs> yeah, we're putting it
4: the Calling the Shots podcast. Yes, Taylor Allen, co-host of the Calling the Shots podcast.
5: Excellent. Todd
0: Sullivan, your
4: parting
5: shot. Yeah, man. So first off, thanks um Mo. It's fantastic to see you back, brother. It's you know, our our hearts go out to you and your family, and I'm I'm glad to have you back on the pod. It's good to just see you in general uh you know best to your to your family as you, as you guys deal with uh, with all of this and RIP to your dad man. Um I want to say thanks for coming on Brian. Fantastic to meet you and spend some time with you. I mean Mike Mike has said that you're an asshole. I I don't believe it at all. I th- I think you you've been fantastic. You've been you've you been have nothing, been been a nothing but a delight. So I, I once again I I just don't, I don't listen to anything he tells me. Um, And yeah, I, I just want to, you know, to throw it back quickly in the comments to Bob Corbeil saying combat trivia next week. First of all, you're out of your mind. It took yeah. us about eight weeks to get to this one. Um, but, you know, do we want to do we want to do subjects? So whether we do that now or save that for an item in uh, next week's pod. Yeah. Everyone take your time. Think about the, co- uh, the, uh, the topics you want to throw at us. Maybe get a little more specific than cartoons <laughs> and, uh, you know, see what you want to hit us with. <laughs> we'll, we'll do that next week. COVID. Dan, COVID. Good call Todd. Yes.
0: We are going to forego that tonight. No more segments. We'll have them choose our topics next week for, for, for playing in a following week. Mike, your parting shot.
2: Mo, I want to reiterate what everybody else has said. We love you, man. You're, you're a member of the family. So uh, great to see you. We'll make that happen this weekend. Give me a call. Um, yes, let's save the same. Um, I think that that's a worthy endeavor. Uh, it's one of the, the nastiest, smelliest, <laughs> puke-induciest uh, bars out there that you can go and listen to live music. It's, it's an icon. Uh, we need it back. Uh, Brian, great seeing you. Todd can't prove that I called you an asshole. Um, <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. And, like uh, and again, thanks for putting all this together. You are the man.
4: Yeah, I just want to say that there are two gentlemen here who uh, n- either got assaulted or nearly got assaulted by... Another gentleman <laughs> whose name we don't really mention anymore. But- wow, <laughs> I didn't know it went
0: beyond just uh, Michael. Yeah, I didn't oh, know no, that- no, oh, no,
1: no, no, no. i would keep me?
0: that high up on his hit list.
1: Me, me, and Michael are uh, brothers in that part. Yeah. All right, well, so we're
0: going to throw it right to uh, <laughs> right to our our icon here, Brian O'Halloran. It's your parting shot, my friend. Whatever you want to talk about
1: uh listen uh my parting shot is uh this uh you had a dream uh and you started a dream with a bunch of friends uh to put up this brewery and uh although it's delayed a lot of people's dreams have been delayed but a lot of people are having heartache right now so your dream right now is a little bit just put on the side i i thank you for the uh the two dead soldiers plus another one in the fridge that, I, that you sent to me that i got today um, take your time but also yes exactly but also um you know uh The folks everywhere, and this is in general, please, if there are restaurants open near you that are doing takeout, please support them by ordering takeout. Make Friday night your date night and at least order out from one, one local. uh, Because you want to, if it's a place you love before all this, you want to support them. Order now for takeout. Uh, And also order from the Secret Stash. They're having amazing deals. Mike put up a great ad today. Uh, for the Jay and Silent Bob secret stash Aww, of mystery, mystery boxes and stuff. So please go to that. Curated,
2: I can't even keep up with the orders. I got to be honest with you. I'm having to delay people asking right. them to, to call me up the next day.
1: Yeah, so if you really want to fuck over Mike, order the shit out of that thing. Oh, yeah, that, you wanna, you wanna have him buried and fucking head over his head in choices. Two. Where he's like, how do I care what Craig up in fucking Maplewood, New Jersey wants? <laughs> like, why
4: did I do this? Why he's that, totally
1: getting Betty versus Veronica.
4: That, that that tweet from Kevin's coming too, dude. Like we're prepared yeah, for I the crush.
2: Wow. Uh, yeah, but in general, hook for a couple hours.
1: But in general, though, um, a lot of individually small businesses are not getting the loans in time that they need they need your business now uh please support these people it's any way you can big shout out to all the people in the medical field right now who are doing hellish wartime hours uh for very little to no pay uh, but also, um, get out there and vote this November. We need a change. We need a, uh, we need direction. And, uh, I love everyone in these boxes. I love every one of these guys. Uh, they, they, they're really good people. Uh, they're doing what they can to make lives happier through the, the gift of beer. Uh, and, um, if you have a chance, uh, follow my podcast as well, which is the O'Halloran. Uh, that's, uh, on uh, YouTube and on Facebook. Uh, and then if you want to look for me On the the Twitter, Instagram And Facebook Twitter and Instagram, Brian C. O'Holloran And the Facebook is the Brian C. O'Holloran
0: Perfect, Brian, thank
1: you so much for coming
0: um, My point blank is going to I'm sorry, my parting shot is going to be in multiple parts So here's the thing uh, Tyler and I were teenagers when we watched Clerks And um, watched and together. together cin- as
5: established Yes,
0: over the covers And um, and watch it many times since then yeah. uh, i first was able to, to meet you in person a couple of years ago at one function or another and then another function and then and then the idea spawned in me to, to, to try to rope you into the ross brewing thing we're over at uh, our friend brian quinn's um uh, launch his own launch party for rnh uh, rubs yeah. and poor man which is just an amazing name but there is science behind it but any event um so um it's just such an out-of-body experience now to be able to talk to you, get you to come on the podcast here. We really, really appreciate it. You're a consummate gentleman while also being a true motherfucker. So that's a great combination. And um, and and that's exactly what we're looking for here on Point Blank. Um, so thank you very much for coming on. The, uh, I was going to mention the Ohio rant uh, in my parting shot as well. So, uh, just real quick, the platforms that people can can listen to that or or, or download that. Go ahead. Uh,
1: YouTube, Facebook, and SoundCloud. Okay,
0: and um, just want to so 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 Brian mentioned obviously a big shout out to our frontline healthcare workers and all those doing the, everything they can here. You know, my brother-in-law Jim. Uh, he married uh, my sister Jen after she had a rough first marriage. He came in almost kind of like a knight in shining armor and he, he found her at her lowest ebb. And this guy has done anything and everything he can for her. Now they live in my own former home in Matawan, New Jersey. And, uh, and they've got my two, uh, two beautiful nephews there, Daniel and Owen. And listen, it just sucks. But, uh, but you know, more, more, more gloom Jim's mom passed away earlier today from coronavirus complications. And we're very sad about that. Um, and uh, we want to thank Jim for, for all the work he's doing because he's an FDNY uh, lieutenant with the EMS service. And so he's out there all the time, and he's doing double shifts. Uh, for Now we're, I was going to say for weeks, but really we're into months now, you know, how long this has been going on. Then he's got to, you know, shower and kind of semi-quarantine within the house because you don't want to get the kids sick, you know. I don't want to get my sister sick. But, uh, but anyway, so uh, obviously coronavirus has hit home personally now for us, so we want to thank Jim and all the other workers that are out there doing the best they can to, to, to save and help as many of us as possible. And of course, we're also sorry for Mary Beth, uh, who I know very well. Uh, you know, we spent a lot of holidays together over the last 10, 12 years. And, um, and so we're sorry about that. Uh, the other thing I just want to bring attention to just real quickly is it's related but slightly different. And Ross Brewing, a, a week or two ago, we changed our official colors from the, the crimson and gold that we've always been to green because um, I think there's another class of people out there that aren't you know, through no fault of their own, aren't getting the same level of recognition. And that's, I, I chose green because I want to honor our green grocers, our grocery shoppers, our food store representatives, our restaurant workers. These are the people who are, you know, doing something that they never signed up for. Okay. They're in there. They're cleaning. Surfaces. They're cleaning themselves. They're cleaning each other ten times a day, twenty times a day. They're taking the temperature of their coworkers. They're they're answering customers' concerns. They're calming people down, and they're they're going out so we don't have to go out. And they're bringing us the food that we need so that we can remain at home and try to help the overall populace. And as I said, so for for our for our you know obviously it's a, it's a somewhat of a somewhat of an obsolete term, but I, I prefer to use it. You know, for our green growth. Grocers, our food store workers, our restaurant workers, our essential retailers—you know—that are out there. Uh, maybe you know not everyone's able to work from home. Um, you know, certainly Mike's out there in the shop right now putting these curated packages together. So we want to thank all of them as well. In addition to, of course, our healthcare workers. So, uh, so that's just something that we're going to be doing. And when this is all over. You know, obviously any healthcare worker, but as well any of these grocery and food workers, you're gonna come into Ross Brewing, you identify yourself. Hey, your first beer's on us. That's on no questions asked. And uh, and uh, and and really we wanna thank you for all of that. All right, listen. Episode 48 is in the books, ladies and gentlemen. Steve Faschetti did not make it again. And I want to thank Ming and Mike for being the consummate hosts. I want to thank Mo for showing up and uh and really, bro, you know, we're all with you. We all support you. We all love you. Todd, do something about the beard. Brian, thank you so much for coming to us from your Sanctum Sanctorum. Uh, it looks amazing where you are. Uh, Bruce, do us a favor, take us out of here, my man.
3: Well, Got